Okay. Uh, welcome to uh, the podcast of Ordinary Gentle People. Um, right off the bat, more positive vibes this week. I'm feeling better. Yeah, much uh, better week. Much better week for sports in general. Um, we're feeling good. I, surprisingly, I, I, you would think that after my loss, but actually, it was a pretty big, uh, pretty big weight off my chest. Uh, we have Chris on this week um, to kind of give a recount. Um, I'm already onward. Uh, we'll get to our waiver woes, but I, 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 Cam's on the team. I, I'm so like unbelievably happy with the leadership that I have on this roster right now. That um, there's just there's we we haven't even hit our stride. You know, like real football doesn't start till mid late November, and so we're we're finally getting into real football games. Uh, my team's ready for that. So uh, I'm actually feeling really good. Mike, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Yeah, much better week. Um, in for sports in general, just good week. Um. But uh, feeling good about my team right now, too. Um, that I'm two games behind second place, technically. So feeling really good about that after beating the first place team. Um, and yeah, it's been, uh, it's been good, like in, like in the way that my team has been playing so far. So Yeah, with, with this week, it's right now we have six players tied for second place. It's insane. Uh, with me, Jake, uh, Chris, Bianca, Harry, and Alex. How Alex is... Not in last place. He's baffling. How is he? How does he have a win? He is on like the most like unpredictable winning streak that you would ever think a person could get. And the fact that Drew is this makes no sense. Let me be honest with you. A lot of this makes no sense. It's a crazy year for fantasy. Um, but Alex, I'm 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 gonna pick against Alex till I die. Absolutely. Same here. I'm looking at I'm looking at, at points point. for and po- and points against right now. I have almost 200 more points than Alex, and I'm two games behind. Alex him. is by far the lowest on the entire league, like by far. Like we're all pretty much in a very similar range, except Alex. Alex yeah, is the only yeah, he's one. He's the only one who hasn't hit a thousand yet. The only one. Um, but you know what? Credit credit where credit, credit, is, credit, is, due. credit is due. He is he has gotten the wins. You know, the only yeah. thing that really matters at the end of the day is. The W's and the yeah. L's, other than the fact that he's technically last Football's of the second about, place teams. Football is a game about alphabets, not numbers, baby. And there's only two letters in that alphabet: W's and L's. True that. Um, but yeah, this is this is very similar to uh, like a, literally two weeks ago. It was everyone was either uh, was either three and four or four and three, um, and that and there was like absolutely very little uh, very little distance between people. And the lower teams just keep winning and the higher teams keep losing. Like four of the top five teams last week lost and four of the bottom five teams this week won. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hectic. And it, it's going to be a chaotic uh, little run that we're going on here. Um, if you want, let's do uh let's do waiver woes now. And then we'll get into fantasy draft right after that. Uh, just sure. Let I me just pull kind of, I already brought up uh, Cam Newton. Um, mm-hmm. So, News broke today. Uh, we're, we're recording this on Thursday night. Um, Cam Newton's back with the Panthers. So hype. Un- ridiculous. I'm so excited. Um, who knows if he's actually going to play. I can't imagine that they'd bring him in and pay him $10 million for Just what, to not play. Games. Yeah. We didn't even do that. It's we not even, we yeah. paid him We paid him $1.5 million to play, what, 15 or 14 games, whatever yeah. he ended up he ended missing up during 15. that COVID year. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, it, it plus like people don't really, he, he, he has a $10 million contract, but it's a $10 million contract for eight games. We're halfway through this for eight games. Yeah. So there's no way you pay him that much and not expect him to be the starter. So, 
Um, I mean, yeah, it's better than it's better than what it's PJ Walker, right? Yeah, PJ Walker. He's the and, uh, yeah. I mean, that's an upgrade. Yeah, yeah, I think that everyone can agree on and that. And like Matt Barkley is the backup for PJ Walker, who was a, like a long time backup with the Bills. But so what I'm hearing is Matt Barkley is on the Panthers practice squad. Yeah. Well, as probably as of today. <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's gonna be awesome. I, I immediately picked up Cam. Um, I I've been a huge Cam fan, especially once he hit uh, the Patriots. Like I said, I'm I'm the anti-Justin when it comes to uh, fantasy, um, fantasy way like I mean when it comes to building a team within fantasy, I'm the like alliance Justin. Yeah, uh, the quality of human being is up of on the top of my list when it comes to evaluating players. Um, and there is no better leader. There's very few better leaders than Cam Newton in the league. Um, he's gonna change. He's gonna be such a positive boost to the morale. And the attitude of my team, um, I couldn't be happier to have him on the team. If he never plays, so be it. Uh, he's he's a uh, he's here to serve a leadership role, not so much a fantasy point scoring role. Um, so I'm unbelievably happy, have unbelievably happy to have him on the team. That's a great a great statement from the owner. Thank you, I appreciate that. All right. Um, anything that uh, caught your eye this time? Um, Bianca. I mean, she. <laughs> She didn't do anything bad. Like, all of the moves make total sense. Um, It's just very interesting how she uses the waivers. Uh, (laughs) It's just, like, I mean, granted, I I probably can't really talk because I think I was, like, 10th going into this week on the waiver order, and I still put in a waiver claim for Devin Singletary um, because Kenneth Gainwell did absolutely nothing, and he was just sitting on my team anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I like it's just she's never gonna rise above like eleventh on the waiver order if she keeps putting in three waiver claims every week. But I guess it, you know what you again you can't deny what's working and she's been doing very well too. So that is true. Um, yeah, I didn't really see too much stuff outside just Bianca just active as always. I uh, always look forward to what what Bianca's gonna be doing. Um, but yeah, I mean the Devin Singletary, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh, Donnie picked the Donnie picked him up. I think that was a pretty good pick. Um, well, we, the, Cleveland's going to be interesting. I think I think this week against mm-hmm. the Patriots is a real uh, going to be a real um, uh, what do they call it? like a measurement game to like really see what mm-hmm. they're made of. Because I I got to be honest, I don't the think the Patriots that, have played everyone close. I don't think I don't think the Browns are for real. I really don't. Um, I'm, I'm like I don't I hate to sound like Zach like I it's such a it's such a question mark because they do play better without OBJ. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I gotta be honest, I watched the highlight clip that, uh, Odell, uh, senior OBS put out. Um, and the man had a point. I, I was <laughs> under the impression that Odell was kind of really washed up and just not the player he used to be after watching the highlight film. Granted, I need to do more work and like actually study some not OBS highlight film, but yeah, um, he, I think he still got it. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what he does on the Rams, but... Yeah, um, that's another week. So, also that broke today. The Cam Newton broke today, and uh, OBJ um, is officially Los Angeles Rams. Rams. Yeah. Which, um, honestly, I think is a... I, I, I can't tell if it's an upgrade or, an, or a downgrade, like, situation-wise. Like, I feel like if Odell were to just suck it up and keep playing well and... Or keep playing to the best of his ability in Cleveland, it would still be a better situation than being the third wide receiver on the LA oh, Rams not, other than the third he'll be the second 
Robert Woods uh, and Van Jefferson are not, are not are not better than OBJ. Well, I th- well when you talk about targets, Cooper I think Cup's that won. Cooper Cooper Cup is one hundred percent, but OBJ is going to take over that Van Jefferson role. So it's going to be Cooper Cup and OBJ competing for targets, and then Robert Woods mm-hmm. is a slot receiver. So yeah. well, they, it's kind of like its own, you know. Yeah, I think OBJ is kind of he's past the point of like being a wide out or a slot. I think he's kind of uh, he's very uh, he's he can he's very uh, variable isn't the right word, but um, he's he has flexible. The ability to, yeah, sure that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has the ability to play wherever on the field. So I don't know. It's I, you can't. It's undeniable that the Rams are certainly a better football team than the Browns. Yeah, absolutely. They have it's a far it's better a, quarterback under center too, which I think is the thing that that OBJ was saying was uh, looking I, for. I, I meant more fantasy wise, I oh, guess. Yeah. 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 Um, and the only other thing that I was on that topic that I thought was kind of interesting was, uh, I think it was Shefty who, when he tweeted out, he was like, uh, I think the exact tweet was, I'm paraphrasing a little bit here, but he was like, Odell Beckham signing a signing deal with the Rams after unbelievably difficult choice. Then I read into the contract. He's only there for a year. How is that a difficult choice? He gets to choose where he wants to go after the year. What are you talking like difficult choice? It, to me, it sounds, it seems like the perfect situation for OBJ. If he pops I think the off, only... then he makes another $40 million contract next year. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's where the difficult choice comes in, though. Because, again, it's it's all about how he as an individual performs. So, like, yeah, sure, if the Rams go on and win a Super Bowl and he's, like, moderately involved, let's say, like, he, he plays even second fiddle to Cooper Cup and ends up doing decent, like, he's still not going to get a contract at the end of the year that he's, like, really going to want. Um, but if he were to go to, like, let's say the Pats right and ends up being the number one wide receiver like he's like a target hog and he ends up just absolutely blowing out all of his numbers that from when he was on the browns or at least on that same pace then he sets himself up in a good situation so i think that the the difficult decision is okay do i want to go to a team that's already set up in a position to win or do i want to go to a team where i'm going to be the guy and i'm going probably going to make more money at the end of the year so i guess maybe that's what he was implying but um but yeah i mean this is a prove it contract for odell they're like no other way around it yeah um i think that patriots are gonna have to move and make a move in next free agency to get kind of marquee wide receiver um that's the one thing we're missing yeah i mean we like we have talent of the position it's just we don't have that that stud we don't have that number one we don't have the one that defensive defenses have to plan for so and i think I think that if this was next year, if this exact scenario was happening next year, I think we would have had a serious shot at Odell. When Odell first got dropped by the Browns, at first I was very against the idea of having Odell on the Patriots. Um, but the longer he was out there, the more I was thinking, like, hmm, this might be a good idea. Because um, one, I think Mac Jones has the personality to be able to counteract OBJ. Uh, where Baker is like more of like a... A, a loud alpha baker will Mac just say fuck you opposite, yeah you know mm-hmm. that kind of like he he proved himself with actions like he doesn't talk he proved himself with action kind of the opposite of baker um although baker's balling out without obj which makes no sense but um yeah there's not really much more we can go into that uh but donovan people's jones probably probably a good pickup in the long run certainly more valuable than sony michelle in my opinion um and the only thing was only the thing i saw that was uh kind of piqued my interest was um well, two things. Young Way Koo, back on, yep. back on a roster, baby. What we love yep. to see. Um, and then uh, Teddy Bridgewater for Tyrod Taylor. That's fair. I probably value him about the same. Um, 
I don't know, I, I guess, like, six one six one way half dozen the other Tyrod Taylor and Teddy Bridgewater are probably mm-hmm. literally like you couldn't pick two more two quarterbacks that are more like each other. Yeah. Is it is it official that um is it official that Nick Chubb and yeah, uh Dimitri Fel- Felton are both missing? I'm not the sure game? about Felton, but I know Chubb's out. Okay. So uh Justin also picked up Dearness Johnson, mm-hmm. which um he's already in his starting lineup, yeah, I know, I'm, because I'm, I'm playing him this week. I'm surprised he was back on the if I realized he was back on, if he went, if he hit the market, I would have tried to get him too. But um, mm-hmm. I, I, I just assumed he was already on the roster. I didn't realize he was back on the waivers. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, he went off the last game he played. So yeah. I, it, but again, Patriots defense, so maybe a little bit yeah. tougher. And I, yeah, so I, I think that's one thing. And then um, we since last week was kind of the trade deadline. We haven't really got, we didn't really go over any of the really good things, but uh, mm-hmm. interesting moves, but. Uh, Mark Ingram to New Orleans, uh, exciting to say the least. Um, I think that's pretty awesome. Um, so I mean, is he actually gonna perform? Is he gonna be good enough to be like actually to demand a roster like an RB two or a flex spot? Probably not. But I do think it's awesome. I think it's gonna be makes for an awesome watch. I can't wait to watch him to see him play in those all white unis again. Yeah. Sorry, I was uh I was, <laughs> I was uh distracted looking at the waivers, but no. um but yeah, go ahead, keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, I I just I I am excited to watch Mark Ingram. That they were, they were a great one to punch oh, in yeah. the first place and it's gonna be uh it's gonna be cool to just see them in the same backfield again like old days. Yeah. Be, uh, it it'll be interesting to see how Mark Ingram is used too, because now that it's not like a an established quarterback, right? Like they're starting Trevor Simeon. Um like Kamara is still going to be the the number one guy, but like it's not like they're bringing in Mark Ingram to be a third down back, you mm-hmm. know. Like it, it there's got to be something that they have in mind. What I'm thinking is that Mark Ingram is actually the third string quarterback, <laughs> and then they're going to bring in they're going to bring in Taysom Hill at tight end, and then Mark Ingram will eventually this year. Mark Ingram is going to throw a touchdown pass to Taysom Hill. That is my official prediction. That's fair. Um, does did you does he have a history of throwing the ball or no? Not at all. All out the all out the ass. No, this That's is fair. this is just I need to make a I need to make a put a uh, future on it. Yeah, it, there you go. Yeah, I I just need to make a case as to why. Um, <laughs> but it it made sense. Like they need a body too. So. Yeah, it was cool. I'm excited to watch the. I'm excited to watch that backfield again. Uh, they were all. They were always really exciting back in the day. All right. So do you want to get uh get hop into a fantasy draft, and then that will put us in perfect time to grab Chris uh, right around 7:45 a.m. <clears throat> sure thing. So, um, all right. Looking at last week, or first off, actually, I also created my own spreadsheet. So, I'm looking at the people that I have available. I think in the top like. 25 people that we can actually use i've used like five of them so i'm feeling pretty good too (laughs) um last week was very odd very 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 odd you easily had a much more well-rounded team than i did um just to put this into perspective kyle picked james robinson with the first pick james robinson scored zero points james robinson got hurt he did he did I, it, it, like, no, just stating the facts, you know, Brian Edwards was my first overall pick. So pick one Oh two, zero points, four targets, zero catches. 
Devontae Parker was 201. He was my second pick. He was still on IR. <laughs> so <laughs> so we have we have zero points in the first three picks. Then after that, like your team was very like all of your other uh all of your other people scored between six points and thirteen points. I, I had Mercedes Lewis who scored 0.9 points, McNichols who scored 6.5, Jacobs who scored 13.5, and then Justin Herbert had 31 points. Damn. And that's what pulled me over. So Damn. you ended up with by far the lowest total so far, 66.76 points. And then I had the second lowest total so far with 77.54 points. So uh, going into this week, feeling pretty good i have all of the the people that that i can use i kind of have like a i think a mix of like um like high caliber people that i want to pick this week and others i don't want to say for other weeks so um so yeah feeling pretty good i and i believe i'm going first this week so unless you have anything else to say about that we can just start it off yeah i mean I, so i i took i obviously i had i had as a, at a as a show of faith um in my guys uh, in a leadership move, I took my entire team. Um, mm-hmm. So I was I was living and dying with my team. My team, uh, we we had a bad day. We weren't able to put it together. Um, yeah, we just had a bad day. Uh, James Robinson got hurt. Uh, he's a powerhouse, and uh, yeah, just bad day. Um, but we're moving on to better things. I got faith in my team going forward. Um, so yeah, I, I, with that said, we we're more welcome to to get moving. Yeah, we're on we're on to the next week and that puts the the record at six two. Two? Six two? I think Five it's two? six two because right. eight weeks so far. This is week nine. Alright. Sounds good. Um which means if I went out five and two because you missed a week. Exactly. Wait, exactly. oh yes, yes, that's right. Five and two. Good call. Um all right. So first overall pick this week, I'm going to take one of the high caliber ones that I, th- I don't know if you've used or no, you have used him. So I'm not going to to take him yet, but that might be a little uh, glimpse into what's coming, I guess. What, Cooper? No, uh, you'll see. You'll see. Um, I'm going to take, but because I know he's probably on your radar, I'm going to take Pat Fryermuth against Detroit. With I told you that one. was a phenomenal pickup that I not. Yeah, I he was on my bench. I mean, granted, I I won anyway, but he was on my bench this week, and now I have such a hard decision. We can get we can get to that like when we get to my matchup this week. But like my tight end room is strong, and it's an awful situation for me because tight ends are so hit or miss. So it's like, yeah, we'll we'll get to that when we get there. But Pat Fryermuth is playing against Detroit. I watched the the whole Monday night football game, which ended up being a great game. It was I mean, disgusting. It, just the fact that it was close. The yeah. fact that it was close and the, the refs were like, there's very few times where I'm like, the NFL is rigged. The refs were that bad that game. That was rough. I was literally like, the NFL is rigged. <laughs> yeah. That's how bad the refs were. Yeah, that was really bad. I mean, so it, it ended up being a close game at least, but yeah. it, it enough to where it was like, oh, okay, at least I don't like want to kill myself watching this. Um but Pat Fryermuth was like, they were using him in all different types of plays, all different types of packages. He was lined up in the backfield and I think took a handoff one snap. I told um, you, he is the real It was, deal. yeah, like just watching him play was, it, did and the touch, the first touchdown 
catch he had. He, like, was getting pushed out of the back of the end zone, was bobbling the ball, like, somehow toe-tapped and got it in. Like, yeah, he's he's the re- – I'm very happy I have him on my team now. I wish I had him in our keeper league. but I, I drafted him originally in the, in the keeper league. I had to let him go at some point. I'm sure someone's picked mm-hmm. him up by now. but Oh, yeah, he's um, long gone. I think Danny has him. Yeah, but um, he's, he's phenomenal. Yeah, so I'm going to – he's, again, Detroit this week. Um, like, slower or, or weaker opponent – um, but the Steelers don't like look all that good anyway. So like the Detroit should be in this game this week. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's kind of hard to uh, it's kind of hard to predict with Detroit because there are, there are other games they should have been in where they've gotten blown out. Um, but I feel really good with the volume that he's getting. And I, again, I, I assume that he's on he was on your radar. So take him one on one. Yeah. So I, I I'm like I said I I love Pat Frymuth. Um uh, so I do like I do like that pick. I was gonna pick him this week just because he did have two touchdowns last week and a touchdown the week before. So it, it's tough to to put him in. This. I would struggle with putting him in this week. Um, but I do love Pat Frymuth going forward. Uh, in our other league, I drafted him with like my second to last pick, and I was telling Elf, I was telling everyone like, oh, I have a sleeper. I have a sleeper. There's one guy mm-hmm. I'm really excited about, and it was Pat Frymuth. So I'm glad he's kind of coming into his own. To be honest with you, he's coming into his own earlier than I thought he would. Um, especially for tight ends, like yeah. it, with running backs, wide receivers, like it can happen a good rookie season, but week yeah, eight of, of rookie season for a tight end is just nuts. Baby Gronk. He's, he's the next, he's the next big thing. Um, but to start my draft, uh, I'm going to take uh Dernis Johnston. Um, just cause Nick Chubb is out again this week. Dernis Johnson is talented. Nonetheless, he's, um, I think he's, where is he out of? He's out of like. Like okay I don't know or something like that, but um, no clue. He he has some serious pop too when he runs. He's he's explosive. Um, I when the, the past few games when Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt have been out, he stepped in the role and has played the role pretty well. Um, Mike also said that Felon might also be out this week, which makes that even a better they, pick for me if that's the case. Um, yeah, I'm so they sure were both on that. the they were both on the COVID list together. Okay, cool. So they both went on the COVID list together. So I don't know what what's happening cool. with that. Um, so yeah, so if, if they're both out, then I'm, I love Dearness Johnson. Um, if, uh, only one of them's out, then I still like it. Um, mm-hmm. and then with my second pick, I'm going to take, uh, James Conner. Um, I actually hate James Conner as, as like an actual athlete. I, I like, obviously he has a great story, be cancer out of, out of a Penn state. Um, but, uh, I don't like his running style. He's very like downhill, but he has almost no shiftiness to him. He's like he's the DK Metcalf of uh, running backs. He can run in a straight line really well, but that's about it. Um, however, DK Metcalf, yeah, yeah. Uh, however, um, Chase Edmonds is uh, doubtful this week, um, so James Conner is going to be uh, the number one back. I also don't like the uh, matchup they have too too much. They're playing Carolina. Carolina obviously has the juice now with uh, with Gilly Lock coming into his own. Then obviously Cam Newton come back in the building, um, but. With that being said, I do like um, I just like the amount of touches he's gonna get. Um, they always give it to him in the red zone, anyways. He's a big red zone guy, uh, especially when they're on like the two or the three. They love just to shove it in. Um, so I'm gonna take James Conner with my second pick and Dearness Johnson with my first. Yeah, the only thing that uh, I think is a question mark with Dearness Johnson is the matchup too, because now that OBJ and Jarvis Landry are gone from um, from the Browns, it's kind of like. Who does Bill Belichick game plan for? Is Jarvis and now hurt? Nick Chubb? Uh, yeah, Jarvis is hurt, I believe. Um, 
And now that Nick Chubb is out and Kareem Hunt is out, it's like, all right, like it now the defense, it's just like, who do they have to worry about? So it, it might make an easier game plan for Bill Belichick, but, um, but yeah, I like the James Conner pick too. Um, just out of necessity. So, uh, all right, I'm going to pick my first wide receiver. I'm actually going to pick both my wide receivers because you just took two running backs. I'm going to take Michael Pittman Jr. against Jacksonville. Um, so, yeah, we, I think we talked about him last week too. Like he's really coming into his own second year wide receiver breakout. Um, he's emerging as the number one on the team without T.Y. Hilton, like shocker. Uh, but weak matchup against Jacksonville should be a good game. Um, and he should get a majority of the targets. So I'll just bet on the volume. Um, and then for my second one, I'm going to take Stefan Diggs versus the New York Jets. Mm. Um, so like I said, like trying to go like a little bit like studs and then like a little bit, uh, lower down, but Stefan Diggs, great matchup lost to Jacksonville last week. So you know that they're going to be hungry for a win, especially because the Patriots are on their tail. Um, and so it, I see this as a bounce back game for both Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Um, and that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to bet on there. So, um, Stefan Diggs with my 203 or with my 301, Michael Pittman with yeah. my 202. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, pretty a lot actually i at stefan diggs i think he's had a, a quiet start to the season even with that being said he's like 11 wide receiver 11 mm-hmm. um so he's still an elite wide receiver and i think he's only going to have a, a more explosive back half of the season so i think it's just a matter of time before they really turn it on um so i do like stefan diggs going forward um and then who was your other pick your other pick was michael pittman michael pittman and yeah we've talked about him right he's another guy that's going to be real deal he's going to be a top five wide receiver in the coming years um awesome to see and, and with the good and bad thing about him i guess is that he has carson wentz throwing in the ball who's guaranteed <laughs> to throw him like three balls that just should not be thrown so like there's yeah. just always opportunity to just go but he's also game. getting he's also getting 13 targets <laughs> yeah it's like it's, you, you just know that there's going to be one play where Wentz has three people around him. He has like his helmet completely turned to the side and just throws it up to Michael Pittman and just gives him a shot at an end zone target. So, um, so good and bad thing, I guess. But uh, I do love Michael Pittman Jr. as a player going forward. One of my favorite players to watch. Um, with that being said, I'm gonna go with uh, with a quarterback. For my next pick, uh, very same logic to Stephon Diggs. I'm gonna take Josh Allen. They I just knew got it. their face kicked in by um, Jacksonville, which is just rewind that statement and listen to it again and try to believe it. Um, <laughs> and he has a great matchup, so I think it's going to be a prove it game. Uh, Mike did say the Patriots are on their tails now. Um, Patriots are back. I don't know how to tell them, but they're, they're back, they're baby. Back, baby. Um, <laughs> so they better get moving. Um, but I do think this is going to be a prove it game for the Bills. They're just going to come and just absolutely face fuck the, the Jets. Plus, I think the Jets have Mike White starting. And this whole like story about like Mike White being like, the next bringing, Tom Brady. Like, I, I read an article that like Mike White is bringing like first round pick energy or first overall pick energy. Like, fuck off, dude. This dude's not even gonna be in the league in two years. Like, you'll be lucky if he locks down a backup role. It's just. Oh, I can't wait <sighs> I hate for do this. I, I, I don't want to see the Jets succeed, obviously, but I would love if Mike White came back and we had this as like evidence that like that we were betting against him essentially. You know, like that yeah. that Tom Brady thing, but. 
Um, Ridiculous. But yeah, it's, Mike Wade it, is going to be probably awesome. out of the league in three years, and he's going to be bumping from practice squad to practice squad within two. So, um, yeah, ridiculous. He had one good game. I mean, a, a broken clock is right twice a day. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think that it's going to be they're going to get absolutely demolished by the Bills. Um, so I'm taking I'm going to take Josh Allen, um, and then I'm also going to take. You already took your wide receivers and tight ends, so. Yep. I'll take uh, my kicker. Actually, no, I'll take my defense because you're not going to take my kicker. Um, I'm going to take my defense. I'm going to take uh, the Cardinals um, because they are playing uh, Carolina with P.J. Walker is going to be playing quarterback, which I think is not great. Um, P.J. Walker is good in the XFL, and he's a solid backup, but when it comes to having to get starting reps – um, I think that offense is going to be rejuvenated once Cam hits, but we have that one week in between um, where they're going to have to survive with P.J. Walker. Um, so I think this is going to be a good week to take the Cardinals uh, going forward. So I'll take the Cardinals and Josh Allen. Awesome. Yeah, I, I feel good as a Christian McCaffrey owner right now, knowing that he has a backup quarterback in that's probably going to keep checking him checking the ball down to him. Um Cool. So, uh, it, I guess all the positions other than kicker are, um, are already taken on your end. So mm-hmm. I'll take my kicker. I'm going to take, I could go two ways here. Um, I'm going to take Chris Boswell against Detroit. Um, again, very similar or actually, no, I don't. Yeah. Very similar logic to Pat Fryermuth, um, plus matchup, uh, I mean, the Steelers offense has looked not great, like decent, um, but even against the Bears, like not struggled to get into the end zone, but definitely like stalled a couple of times. Yeah, so, playing. yeah so there you go. I mean, I, I trust Najee Harris and um, and Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson and Pat Fryermuth to get them to where they need to be on like on the field and make some plays. Um, but who knows if big Ben like will play as well as he, uh, as he can, did I you, guess. Did you listen to uh, part of my take when he goes, big actually might've been on like a stream, but, but big cat goes, and I saw big Ben run the ball and with deceptive speed, he's deceptive way slower speed. than he looks. <laughs> yeah. That was very funny. Yeah. He's, um, it, He's an X factor, and I don't know if I mean that in a good way. Um, so yeah, I'll take Chris Boswell. The read, the read option read he ran was the funniest read option I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. I cannot believe he pulled that ball. That was so <laughs> fucking funny. Um, Hilarious. Yeah, but yeah. So. Yeah, but don't need to read into the kicker too much. I think I'm going too much too much into yeah. detail there. Um, um, you can just clean it out and just finish up because I think. All right. I I can't pick. Yeah. Yeah, so I have I have two running backs and my quarterback. So we're recording. It's seven fifty p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, I planned on using Thursday night people because we were doing this a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Are you cool with that? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna take Lamar um, as my quarterback, playing the uh, Miami Dolphins, who are garbage. Um, so uh, I feel really good about Lamar overall right now. I mean, like. When you were talking about, uh, I know we haven't said this this year, but like in in past years, like kind of Lamar and the Ravens in general being like kind of fraudulent in terms of like people thinking that they were better than than they actually were. Like Lamar has kept 
Baltimore in games and won them games this year, which is really cool to see. But I don't think he's even going to have to do that tonight. I think he should be able to run all over them and throw all over them very easily. So I have a FanDuel lineup tonight. It's essentially all Baltimore players. Um, So feeling good about that. And then for my two running, or I'll take my uh, my defense. I'm going to take the Titans defense versus New Orleans. Um, the Titans defense has quietly been a top 10 defense this year for uh, fantasy. Um, playing against a backup uh, uh, quarterback, um, playing against a team that isn't getting Mike Evans back, uh, or I'm sorry, Mike Thomas back. I feel pretty good about that too. And then for my running backs, I'm going to take... I don't want to, I don't know if I, I have two, two decisions. Either one of them is going to contradict myself. So I'm going to take Melvin Gordon against Philadelphia because Philadelphia's run defense is awful. And Melvin Gordon is seeing 20 plus touches, which is insane because they have Javante Williams. But um, if they're going to keep using him, I'll pick him. Um, And then... To be completely honest with you right now, it's between Najee Harris and Devin Singletary for me. And the only reason why I want to pick Singletary is because Zach Moss might not play, but it's not definitive yet. Either way, I have a receiving option from each team. I'll take Singletary this week, regardless. Um, Again, uh, Zach Moss in concussion protocol. Uh, they're saying that there are like a lot of different hoops that he has to jump through to play on Sunday, which I don't know. We'll see. Like, I feel like they don't really give a shit about that and they just will push them through if they want to. Um, but Devin Singletary um, is the receiving back anyway. Um, and he's been getting like a decent amount of touches, maybe not as much as I would like to see picking him like this, but you know, you got to take him at some point. So I'll take Devin Singletary with my last pick, and then if you want to round out your team, going from here. Yeah, there's no the one note on that is um, I do think Lamar is going to absolutely walk all over the Dolphins tonight. Um, however, I do think that the Ravens are still fraudulent. Um, I generally see them going like losing five games within the back half of the season. They wow. they can't like they've won every game by like three points, and it's been mm-hmm. miracle type stuff. So like. You can't keep that up. That's not a way that you win championships. It's just that's just not the that's not how you do it. Um, so I do think Lamar's going to run all over them, and I think Lamar is going to play well through the through the back half of the season. I just don't think the Ravens are good enough around him to yeah put them in a position to be a solid to be like a a, a buy team or yeah kind of like a last year's um like a last year's Pittsburgh Steelers where yeah, they exactly, went eleven and zero and then. Yeah, and every single game they won in the first half was either a to a bad team or t like by the skin of their teeth. So it's just yeah, I I, I I'm still I'm not getting off the Baltimore's fraudulent train. I think they are fraudulent, um, and I don't think they're I think they're gonna win with they're gonna end up with like a ten and seven record, um, be like a wild card team. Uh, but to finish up uh, my draft, um, so uh, for my two wide receivers, um, I'm going to take uh, Mike Evans. Um, he's playing uh, with the Washington football team uh, off a bye. Uh, Antonio Brown's still not back. Uh, and then Chris Godwin's also questionable. Um, so I do think that the Washington football team's defense is not as bad as everyone makes it sound, uh, but I still love the matchup. Um, coming off a bye, Brady's always great off a bye. Um, so I'm going to take Mike Evans this week. 
And then also going off tonight, like I said, I think Lamar Jackson is going to play incredibly well tonight. Um, and so I'm going to take Hollywood Brown as well. Uh, he's obviously Lamar Jackson, number one threat. Um, the uh, defensive backfield of the Dolphins is probably one of their stronger units. However, you need to devote so much to keeping Lamar in the pocket or worrying about Lamar in the past game. And he extends so many plays that to a certain extent, there is no there is no cornerback that can stay with a wide receiver that long, regardless of the wide receiver. It's mm-hmm. just when you extend a play for nine seconds, it's you're either holding them impossible. or you're gonna lose them. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna take Hollywood Brown tonight and Mike Evans. Uh. And then to finish it up, I'm gonna take uh, Noah Fant uh, on the Broncos. Um. With uh, my next pick, um, playing Philly. Yeah, they're playing Philadelphia. Philadelphia is, I think they're like either like a 30th or 31st ranked defense. Um, just not a good defense overall. Philadelphia is also, if you want to talk about fraudulent, like they're just so oblivious, like so obviously fraudulent. Um, yeah, so I'll take uh, I'll take Noah Fant. Uh, Noah Fant's obviously incredibly talented. He just doesn't have a great quarterback on his team, so he kind of has to. He doesn't get to have all the uh, joys of someone like Travis Kelsey or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna take Noah Fant, and then my guy Joey Sly, uh, a tech alum. He uh, just got signed again uh, this year. He's kind of been jumping around with a few teams, but he's on a the Washington football team, a team that's not even good in the red zone. So it's kind of a win-win. Um, but yeah, Joey Sly is gonna be my kicker. Dude is yoked, absolutely <laughs> jacked. Look at my picture of Joey Sly; you'll be blown away. Um, but that's my guy. Um, so I'm gonna take Joey Sly kicker. Mike Evans, Hollywood Brown, a wide receiver, and then Noah Fant at tight end. Um, so to bring it all around on my team this week, I have Josh Allen, Mike Evans, Hollywood Brown, Dearness Johnson, James Conner, Noah Fant, Joey Sly, and the Cardinals defense. And Mike? And then I have uh, Lamar Jackson, Melvin Gordon, De- Devin Singletary, Stephon Diggs, Michael Pittman, uh, Pat Fryermuth, uh, Chris Boswell, and the Titans defense. All right, and with that, um, let's head right into our interview with Chris. Okay, so welcome. Uh, we have our first repeat guest, um, a reoccurring guest, as PMT would say. So now, now you're kind of you're part of the team essentially. Now you're you're a step below Zach, and Zach's not even here, so you might be like on the same level as Zach at this point. I've yet um, to meet so. Zach. I he's like a he's the Cowboys guy, and I'm like the. Cowboys two best players are my two best players, debatably. Yeah, so I, don't, actually I think he's at the Philly, he's at Philly game. game. Yeah, they're playing the Raptors yeah. right now. I mean, anytime he misses, it's because he's at a Philly game. I was gonna um, ask, like, I feel like you guys have mentioned it at least once before. Does he go to games like that often? Yeah. Pretty often. I guess he has some. Uh, he has friends in the right places. Um, so he, like, it. like the other day, the other week, he couldn't record because he was on. He had floor seats. Was he the one that threw the ball at Kemba in the closing <laughs> seconds? Of Not the that we game? know of. I really hope not. <laughs> I really Did you guys not. see that? No, I didn't. Um like some was... dude sitting like maybe second or third row just like like it was like the game was over. There was like Kemba was just dribbling the clock out and it was like some like toy basketball just came like <laughs> the crowd and like whizzed by his head. We don't um, condone hope, that to uh, be fair. But I I wouldn't put it past him if I'm being honest. But yeah, I hope not. Um, a true Philly fan then. Yes, absolutely. He's lucky it wasn't a battery. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just put it out there. Um, so obviously, I mean, I think we owe you an apology. Um, I honestly have no idea 
um, how your girlfriend got our emails. Um, that's, <laughs> oh, so, that is too wait, far. I'm sorry. So what are that's, you apologizing that, for? Then? Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's, I mean, I, I had no control over it, obviously, but I'm, I am sorry oh, that oh, I was implicated. That's so, obvious. um, I can't, that is, that's too far. Like it's too far. Fantasy football is really important to us, obviously, but messing with getting in, in like intervening in your personal life, that's too far. Um, so I'm sorry. I don't know how she got our information. Um, but I'm sorry that that had to happen. Um, so you, 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 you mentioned it when me and you, when I asked you to come on today, uh, would you like to kind of say how, describe how I was kind of handicapped and I was missing three players and three yeah, starters? Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, um, I'm not, I'm really... not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to pretend like it was a fair fight because like the reality of the situation is you were down. All right, let's see. You were down D hop. You had no James Robinson. To be fair, James Robinson had like the worst possible matchup. Um, <laughs> and D Hop was probably going to be on a snap count regardless. But like, uh, le- let's say he was a full go. Yeah. Um, and then, Clyde I mean, starting. Away, baby. We all know he's a, he all, we all know he's an RB1. So that's a huge. The coach loss. just said he looked good at practice today. Are we back? Well, I'm sure he'll be a 20 point per game guy this time around. <laughs> this fourth um, time around. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> Kyle, you obviously were not at full strength. Having said that, uh, a win's a win and a loss is a loss. Um, I, I agree. My I team is, is rounding into form here. I got a tough matchup this week, though. The projections I, are like through the roof yeah, with Bianca. Yeah, I saw and that I. too. It was like 140 something you're projected, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah. I was, one thing that like, there was a while where I actually thought I had a chance. There was, like, Dak and Zeke had, like, oh my a, com- God, yeah. a combined, like, eight points going into, like, five minutes left of the fourth. And then fucking the Mike McCarthy. I have so much hate built up against Mike McCarthy. Like, just, like, put the backups in, dude. Just let, let's get some valuable reps. Instead, they ran, like, Dak scored, I think, like, 28 points in, like, the final two minutes <laughs> of the game. So fucking, I, like, I thought I had. I was like, dude, this, this, I might have pulled this off. And then literally in a matter of five minutes. Dak and Zeke popped off for like thirty points. It wasn't just it wasn't just the two of them. That for the first three quarters of the one p.m. slate, I was like dead in the water. Like Dak had like two points. Zeke had maybe seven. Um, Darren Waller did most of his Mm -hmm. damage in the fourth quarter. Um, The Miami defense. And Corderell went into held what, what game went into OT? Oh no, it was Darren Wall. It was the Ra- the Raiders game that went into OT, right? I don't think it went into OT. Like the Raiders turned the ball over in the red zone with like less than a minute left. Um, gotcha. They were down by like six or something. But but yeah, Dak got me like sixteen points on the last like two yeah. drives alone. Zeke, I think maybe had like five. Waller had like four points going into the fourth. He finished with like 16. Um, Cordero had that like 64 yard bomb down the sideline that like capped that game. Um, I do. I do want it to, to be known. Call fire late. If for sure. Theoretically, if Mike didn't just freely give you Cordero Patterson, that would have been 22 points off, which would have given me a much, much closer, which would have still given me the win. (laughs) You, you, (laughs) You got to be keep in mind, Kyle. If I didn't have Cordero, I probably wouldn't have traded James Connor, who Fair. would have <laughs> been in my lineup last week. Fair. The one wild thing though was I was so obviously I'm a Patriots fan, so I was watching the Patriots mm-hmm. game start to finish. 
And yeah, it was I, a huge, after watching huge the Patriots defense, I was like, holy fuck. This might like the Patriots were my highest score, the defense my highest score. I looked over. Mm-hmm. You somehow had the Miami defense <laughs> score twenty-one points. The Miami Dolphins defense somehow scored twenty-one points. That's when I knew that I was like, some things aren't meant to be, and we're we're moving on. I will I, say my original attraction to the Miami defense was the fact that their schedule is absolute butter. Like it, it was great that they ended up playing Houston this week. I honestly was a little nervous when I heard Tyrod was going to be back because, you know, he looked more than competent in the first like six quarters that he played in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and Miami's defense has just not been good this year, like at all. They've been like a bottom five unit. So starting them was not something I was super comfortable with. Having said that, the Houston Texans are not only like unbelievably bad, but especially so on the road. Like I don't, I think their point differential on the road. I know at one point in like a three game span when they got blown out by the bills 40 to nothing. And then like their next two games on the road, I, I would have to look up to see who they played their point differential in those three games was like a hundred and something to like 12 or like 13, like some like truly horrific number. Mm-hmm. So like, they were that game was in Miami, um, so I had I thought they would do okay. Did I think that they would be a top three defense that week? No. Fun fact though, which I've been saving this little nugget for for this, Kyle. I don't know if you noticed the top four defenses last week were Ron, all on yeah. rosters. <laughs> yep. So Mike, just to give you, I'm not sure if you're looking at it, but I had the New England defense on my mm-hmm. roster scored 23 points. I also had the Cleveland mm-hmm. defense on my roster scored 22 points. Chris had the Miami Dolphins roster uh, defense at 21 points, and he also had on his bench the Tennessee defense, which had 20 points. Wait, so so combined total, we had like over 85 points in defenses on our two teams. Wait, so did you yeah, did nuts. you play either of those defenses, Kyle, or do you have three defenses on your team? I have three defenses on my. You on my played roster, the Panthers defense, Carolina. and they they ended up being no. I played Patriots last week. I played oh, Patriots you did. Defense, yeah. Oh, yes, you did. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I luckily I made that. If that would have been if I crazy. Carolina in over that would have been bad. Um, yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, to be honest, there was nothing I could have done to outside of actually my players just not playing. Um, there's really nothing I could have done. But I did have three it was starters. A quiet week in general. Yeah. It was a quiet week in general. I mean, I I had 134 and I was the second mm-hmm. highest scoring team. Like everybody there, how many teams? didn't even break like 105 one two three four five six seven teams had 105 points i played one of those teams i won so in reality i I, I had a pretty good week so got an average week (laughs) oh if Uh, i i don't know if you also noticed we were like within five points of the exact same score of our (laughs) semifinal matchup i didn't notice that but no um, 136 yeah. to like 102 was the semis, and then this was like 134 to 105. All right. Well, so I, like I said, we're. I know that you're gonna obviously to you're gonna screenshot this one. You're gonna put this on a pedestal. You're probably gonna like put it on your ceiling so you can fall asleep <laughs> to it every single night. Um, that's what me, me and Mike were talking about. Like, we we have differing philosophies. I'm on to the next one. Um, uh-huh. where I'm obviously that's that's always my attitude. So I look forward to seeing you in the if we meet in the playoffs or going forward. Um, honestly, I think like I know that this is kind of all you care about. This you're gonna 
every week you can always fall back on, hey, at least I beat Kyle. And I think that's a testament to my prominence here is that that you can find this much joy in just beating me, you know, kind of outclasses everything else. So I think it is remarkable how you're spinning this <laughs> to I'm the one that started this whole thing between you and I, like of the two of us. Which one of us created a podcast and painted the other as a villain? Not a villain. It's if a villain is being drastic. If anything, I oh, painted oh, you as oh. a dictator. Okay, and there's been plenty of is... beloved dictators in the world. So I don't know. Kim Jong Un is is idolized. They think he's a god. You know, if if other people decide to think that you're a bad dictator, that's outside of my control. I have not got to push anyone down that road. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's I all my all I care about is the best. What's best for the league? And you know what? Um, like I'm excited for the next game. I'm we got Drew next week. It's a big big test for me, and I really hope that me and you meet in the playoffs because I think that'd make for uh, for an exciting um, an exciting game. I'd love to I'd love to end your season. That'd be really gratifying for me. Let you hit that. I'm sure let you hit that off season thing. early, so you can get get to get to all your legislative issues you have to do as commissioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're minimal. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, that would would certainly be some fireworks if we if we have a playoff rematch. Um, um, yeah, I mean, Mike, do you have? I, I don't I don't want to keep you quiet, but I mean, since you were so like blatantly on Chris's side and clearly had no yes, Mike, thank you no for uh, for with... the pick. I mean, Kyle, wow. did did Kyle? You put those two teams. Did Kyle not pick against me last week, week Chris? Did that not happen but too? You were playing he Donnie. Did. He was the number one no, team in the league. You have, we have done nothing but praise Donnie. I know because I record the podcast for you every week. And you were aware that me and Chris had a, quite the rivalry mm-hmm. going, and you just chose to spin my. Face I, which is fine. I get it. Like now, I feel even like that's what I told. That's what I told. That's what I told Cam. When I picked him up today. I was like, hey, listen, you have it's it's us against the league essentially. There's. Chris said, it's not just me against Chris anymore because everyone took Chris's side, which is fair, which is fine, you know? And I told him that. And so we're going to we're gonna use that as motivation uh, to push us through. Um, but I do want to say that there, you obviously, one of the one of your reasons why you're so successful is you have Dak on that roster. Um, mm. I do want to take, I, I think I deserve um, some praise for uh, last season I had Dak uh, when he uh, when he had this horrible injury. Um, and the the motivation that I gave him um, and how we worked together to push him through that injury and survive the season and kind of keep going. Um, I do think that I made quite the impact on Dak um, and have a certain amount of responsibility for how well he's playing now. So um, you're welcome for that too. So I'm kind of helping you. So you're saying that I'm doing all these things against you, but in reality, you know, I have my co-host trade you the number seven running back in the league for free. I get I get I think he's number three right now. <laughs> I get and I was looking at a half PPR, which is probably why he was lower. Um, we also get kick return yards. I would just like to nice say to I would just like to say score. you're welcome to everyone in the league for beating the number one overall team and making your chances at playoffs a little bit closer. Mike, I mean, you are very much. I, still no one, in no one is out of it except is. for maybe Justin and Drew. Justin is done. Okay, like let's. You don't have any faith in OBJ that... to the Rams, dude. It doesn't matter. Like each of his three top running backs aren't even the starters on their own team. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That's 
And Adrian Peterson He's starting Jamal Agnew as his. Wide also, I want to get an official an official statement in from the commissioner before this game. The the Baltimore and Miami are playing tonight, right? It's about to start in I'm in five minutes. Of Lamar. Your last uh-huh. name Belasco comes from the Latin Bella, meaning Raven. Who do you have tonight? <laughs> well. Like, are we talking like money line or the spread? Uh, it's Ravens minus spread? seven and a half. Yeah. And to be fair, book wow. book it with Trent on TikTok. Picked uh, Dolphins plus seven and a half. I will say I do think the Miami defense is getting better. Like they they played well against Buffalo for so did Jacksonville. And then obviously played well against Houston. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Buffalo their their offense might have some problems. Um, but I mean, Lamar, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Ravens. Like that's, I'm going to take know the if... obvious pick, like straight up winner of the game. I'm, I'm taking Baltimore. I, I don't, I don't pick like spreads very often. So I'm not, particularly I don't know if the, if the TikTok like comment but... made any sense, but there's this guy on TikTok and his, uh, his tag is book it with Trent. Um, and it, throughout the uh, throughout the whole like MLB playoffs and football season, like he gives picks for bets, and he's like something like like two and thirty five in his last like four like forty games. Like it's really bad. So like all the comments is like, hey Trent, like thanks so much. I put my mortgage on uh, on on the opposite of it, like fading <laughs> you, and it ended up working perfectly. So like that's like the whole meme. So he picked Dolphins plus seven and a half tonight, which means I would I would bet Ravens minus seven and a half will happen. They don't even have Tua. J- like, Jacoby again, Brissett though. They're starting yep. Jacoby again. I don't see. I mean, I don't. So I'm just hoping Lamar doesn't drop thirty. On yeah. Her. So like, let's just use this kind of as a jumping point. We'll do we'll do a your like a matchup preview for your game while you're here. Um, yeah. I mean, the first thing is like Dak and Zeke against Atlanta is gonna. Be like yeah let me let me pull it up right now so i i'm looking at the same thing especially with with the way that the cowboys got absolutely demolished last week and like i know the score was like what 30 16 at the end but they got yeah molly whopped it was the score it was was 30 to nothing yeah it was 30 to nothing and then they like they they just the broncos just gifted them some more points but so they got molly whopped but so i think that they're coming out with a wrath that we this week and that was at home too so I think they're coming out with a wrath this week. Shocking. I think that together they might put up 56 points. Yeah, I mean, I always, I'm not going to ever lose faith in the Cowboys' offense. Like, I think they have the second most points per game in the league. Like, Dak is a is a stud. Um, He's all right, I guess. You know, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I watched him play all that much, like on a consistent basis before this season. But God, he is just like. He, he's just everything you'd want a quarterback like he's so unbelievably accurate which like i don't think i actually realized was one of his greatest strengths was his accuracy but like he just puts the balls like right on the screws yeah who would have known coming time. out of coming out of college um, being what a fourth round draft pick like coming in and taking tony romo's job <laughs> out of out of like a, a solid preseason performance yeah, so Dak and Zeke is obviously gonna it's obviously a, a great pair and I think that that's gonna bring you to as far. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. You've been you've been uh What? You've mentioned the Dak Zeke stack quite I, a bit 
so far I'm this very, year. I'm a Kyle, big Dak Zeke guy. Quite enamored. I know. I, well, I, yeah. I, like I said, I had Dak last year. I'm obviously a big Dak guy. I, was, I actually tried to get Dak. I made it a point to try to get Dak. I was hoping you dropped me in this draft this year. You obviously got him before I did. Um, I pretty, like, I I mean, I took Matt Stafford, so I'm actually not too upset with what I ended up, but. Um, yeah, I think he's actually, I think he's yeah. probably leading. Well, Dak has had his bye plus mm-hmm. missed a game, so. And then he had that clunker against the Chargers, but other than that, he's he's been yeah. I, I just traditionally I usually take quarterbacks late, which is why I usually. So do yeah. I actually. Um, I think this was I think this year was actually the first year I've I've taken a quarterback before like round eight, for like as long mm-hmm. as I can remember. Yeah, but so I, I do love that I I do love Dak, so I wish I got him. Um, one thing that I was what I was thinking is that. After the poop show that they put up against the Broncos, is is this a watermelon game? Oh, Mike McCarthy. That could be a game changer. I have no idea what a watermelon. Okay, so you're not cultured. Yeah, exactly. So I'm glad glad you watch football. Um, everyone knows about this. So last year, I guess the 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 Cowboys got absolutely clapped. Oh, he did he bury a watermelon or something with a sledgehammer? Who buried a football? That was no, that was Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell, and then yeah. and then Dan Campbell also buried the uh, the game film from game the game film, last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, after that after that poof show against the, the Broncos, a, a watermelon game is an automatic lock. So if, I think there might be a watermelon smash in the locker room before this game against Atlanta, and that's that pushes your fifty points out of Dak and Zeke to like maybe seventy five points out of Dak and Zeke. That's that's a game changer. On- Honestly, I I think I might need it this week. Like Bianca is currently projected 137, which would be absolutely terrifying um, if I wasn't projected 144. Having said that, projections don't really mean much to me. I think what it ultimately is going to come down to is like I don't really see many scenarios in which she doesn't get to 130. So who is going to get the touchdowns is basically what it is is going to come down to in my mind. Like if Lamar has like three or more touchdowns himself tonight, which I'm not optimistic that he will fall short of that. Um, that's going to be a little bit of a hole right off the bat. I mean, I don't think she has like that many bad matchups. She's got like digs against the Jets. Terry McLaurin against the Bucks, I guess, yeah, isn't great. Is Godwin is kind of iffy on to whether or not he might play right now. That would be I gotta a, say, a nice break Going back me, to the but... projected, it never really got into my head either. This like little bar that tells you the percentage chance you have of winning, it makes it harder to ignore, dude. Doesn't it? <laughs> is that a new feature? I didn't really... I mean, Mike, I think I had a 96% chance to win against you. <laughs> With three minutes left in the night game. Oh, did that not end up we played working and out? Did look that... how that turned out. Oh, Michael Pitt. That was the most electric. Ask that me. That was the most electric ask me, ending of a fantasy game. I've I've, I've been having a good I've been having a good up past five. like seven games. Hey, I'm very happy with my team right now. I think like Mike, we we should talk about this because I need some What's closure up, <laughs> legitimately. Um I will t- I'll take you through where I was at that whole sequence. So <laughs> I was at my girlfriend's house um, and she had fallen asleep already at this point. It was like 10, 30, 11, 11, maybe 11, 30. Mm-hmm. It was towards the end of the night yeah. game. So like it was late. Um, 
and it was there was th Debo had scored I think in the like right early on in the fourth so I was up by like eight and a half and then the Colts were driving they were up five and there was like three and change minutes left at that point I was like it's game okay. over like literally the only thing that can't happen is Michael Pittman catching a touchdown from 30 yards out right now I think it was actually 28 yards exactly was where he scored from and I have the ESPN app on my phone and I'm like watching it I have I'm also streaming the game on my phone but the stream is probably like yep. 30 seconds behind the app so I'm like looking I'm looking I'm looking all of a sudden I see the score update and I see Michael Pittman 28 yard touchdown and it was like my whole body just like rejected it. Like I could feel like that particular like circulation of blood go all throughout my body from like head to my toes. It's like when you look at, when you get that, like <laughs> we need to talk text and it's like the absolute last thing that you want to see in that moment or in any moment. And I, and then of course, like they, they had Debo returning kicks. He returned the last kick. So I was like, okay, I'm down by like a point and a half. I could get it back right now. And even if I don't, there's still, you know, another drive for the Niners left in this. All he, do, all he has to do is touch the ball one time. <laughs> and uh 33 yard kick return was obviously one yard too short. How insane. And uh, how absolutely gosh. insane. I'm very glad we got to recap that. I didn't look at fantasy for like <laughs> two or three days after that, which like takes a lot for me. Like I probably spend, I'm not even going to tell you how much time I spend on the <laughs> app like any given day, but it like I could not even tell you how heartbroken I was, especially because like, Mike, that's the only game I've lost recently too. Like I'm on a little bit of a run here. Like you you that game is the only thing standing between mm -hmm. me and me uh, and Kyle how do you feel going over this right now like just going over the fact that I destroyed Chris's mentality yeah no I it's, it's like <laughs> obviously first and foremost I'm on to next week so what happens to Chris this week is kind of I'm not really worried about it um well, I am directly ahead of you in the standings yeah. now, Kyle. Right, so, um, but uh, it is <laughs> it is nice to hear that just to, like to to hear him have to like just so be so like confident in himself that he's winning the ninety six percent, and just to like to finally think like typical like typical Chris fashion like oh I'm the commission it's gonna like it's gonna go my way and just have it like kind of turn back and so um, that it's pretty gratifying. Um, I mean, I hope you're nice to your girlfriend. When with that one, obviously this depression hit. Um, I didn't say she, a word. Yeah, maybe I was silent. I let her emails. sleep. Um, but yeah, so I hope that hope that was going well. Is the is the true identity of the author of those emails going to be revealed <laughs> at any yeah, point? I mean, it was... <laughs> either tonight or, or <laughs> yeah, I guess there's really before no the end of the season. Um, no, yeah, I just made an email. <laughs> I just, it was me. It's pretty easy. <laughs> I figured my first guess was Harry, which I said in the chat because that is seems like absolutely something Harry would do. And then my only other guess, the only other people in my mind 
outside of either of you two that would take the time to go through all that <laughs> shit was was Justin or Jake, and I didn't think it I was text- Jake because it didn't match his messaged, writing style. I messaged Jake, and I was like, "Can you give me my? Can you give me Chris's girlfriend's first and last name?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> he said it to me. No questions asked. I, yeah, I texted him afterwards too. I was like, "Is there any chance I can get his girlfriend to recite a pregame speech?" <laughs> he was like, "No, probably not." I was like, "Damn it." <laughs> Honestly, she probably would. If you like, if you went through the back channels and and asked her without my knowledge, she'd, she'd probably do it just to fuck with me. No, no, I'll remember that going forward. That would be that yeah. would be a real show, honestly. Like that that would be um, truly shocking. with with this kind of being a new, uh, not new, but uh, a, a very uh, a ramping rivalry. I wanted to start it off shallow so we don't jump to drastic measures as quick. You know. So I feel like we started. I st- I feel like we started at a fair point. You just you went with the, the idea of just sending me a screenshot of last year's, um, which we already had. Like it was irrelevant because I already posted that in the locker room for the boys to look at. You know I, that was already. I already had that up in the locker room. I wanted to make sure you had as much bulletin board material as you and could I, possibly I want. Welcome that. I appreciate that. So you uh, that was your tactic, and then my tactic was obviously with the emails. So I feel like that's a pretty good base level for this to escalate on. Um, I feel like we started at a, at a fair amount, so next time it's not going to get... We're not going to cross the line too far. Maybe the third game, we might go to crossing the line, but I feel like we started at a good spot. That's, where is the line? We'll I don't know it. where we'll, the line is. We'll, we'll, we'll see, it. too, if you guys meet in the playoffs, if that line will just be immediately crossed. <laughs> Kyle, one thing that you failed to mention last week, which I would like to mention, is that not only did I send you a screenshot every day from Wednesday through Sunday. It was every day from Wednesday through Sunday at exactly noon. I set an alarm on my phone. I wanted it to be like a church bell. Like, I wanted it to be... I didn't realize that at the same time. (laughs) But I respect it. I respect it. Um, Yes. Yeah, and I I was planning on getting into more, um, more of those stats that you sent me. Um, yeah, you, the yeah, one thing that no. I asked you not to do when I send you that is like use selective facts to podcast predetermined argument, and that's exactly what you um, did. But yeah, I, I was planning on getting more into it, obviously, and like actually, like kind of getting into some of the stats. But I was just so flabbergasted that Mike and Zach were just so blatantly against me that like it just threw me off completely. Like I was hurt. Like, Fair my, my, I was hurt. Mike, I, I mean, <sighs> what's good? Like, you look at the two teams on paper last week, Kyle. Like, you had bad matchups. You were down a couple starters. Like, it just didn't. You're right. It, it, honest, it was yeah, you were an underdog like, by, with all by a wide you said The game was essentially like it didn't even matter. It was like it, you essentially <laughs> won nothing. Well, I wouldn't flying. say that. Like, like, what is like? What's the point of? Well, you were hyping it up. I, I what I'm I'm a leader. Were, man. I mean, this was I'm your rivalry week. I'm not gonna, I, I had the bulletin board the same way that I, I had it up the same way. This is how I approach every week, Chris. You're just this one can be publicized because it's, it's between two of us, you know. But but behind closed doors, this is how okay. I approach every week. It's every every day is about the next game, you know. So I'm excited for mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited for meeting in the playoffs. I'm, I hope it happens. I hope I'm I hope I hope I'm lucky lucky enough to host you like that. 
I hope we're both lucky enough to make the playoffs. I'll only playoffs too. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm two Mike, games what, out from only, what, two uh, games out from a playoff spot. Essentially, if things go my way this week, um, yeah. Dude, all you got to do is I get feel in. like I said I I feel That's very good with my team well right established. now. I'm I'm not panicking at all. I, I appreciate also that. Like you should it would have been a better like. team with Cordero Patterson. But. No, that's okay. Hey, who won the trade? I technically I won the trade. Even if you because I won that game. Not. I won the game. Mm-hmm. Kyle, in your own words, you mm-hmm. said whoever wins this game wins the trade. That is exactly what you said. Did yep. I say that? On the podcast. I think you did say that, Kyle, but it does make that no makes sense. no sense. Well, that, but... Cordero also outscored mm. Chuba that week. Chuba, Chuba whatever. Chuba, Chuba. Chuba. I, I'll take it. Um, I still stand by. I still stand Chuba. by my my reasoning. Mike, can yeah, we, can we live in reality here? Just eventually, like, well, the second the season ends, I s- be like, guys, that was no. I I trip. said it was. I said I regret it, but. You also just threw I in did Emmanuel because, Sanders. Well, who, like, to be fair, you weren't playing hardball with me. <laughs> and I needed someone. I so I was. You were also be- you were bent over the barrel like when CMC went I just down, didn't have a lot of faith like, in Cordero Patterson after that. But you know what? If he proves me wrong, he proves me wrong. That's fine. Yeah. It was still early. It, it, it was, only, it was what, week, like week Yeah, three? it was week three or four. It was going into like week three or that was one yeah what was it was his 30 whatever it was before it that. was the yeah. morning of that yeah okay it was going into week four he had 10 points 25 yeah so in my head it's like okay weeks. that's a three game fluke but you know what it's okay <laughs> yeah i i didn't expect i mean good good for pace. you like, good for you that I he has but i mean yes been. i i could could i have gotten more from that i definitely could have if i had gotten more from that like, if I had gotten at least what his value was at the time, like, even if it was a little bit less than what he is now, I still think it would have been well worth it to help my team. But, um, yeah, just sucks that he that I got so little and I gave in so quickly. I saw... Well, to be fair, like, we, you and I have been going back and yeah, forth you were, you were Yeah, you weren't budging, um, but it was like I... I wanted it, there was nothing back. else I could do. Yeah, I needed. I wanted a running back, um, and I was originally. Yeah, it was I Kareem think I was Hunt. Yeah, for like Kareem Hunt or Cordero, and you know, I think you kind of settled for Cordero, which. But good. Like I said, I I had no again. Idea he was going to be as good as he's been I don't, this year. It, that I guess that's why it's like I don't regret the fact that I did it. It's like hindsight's twenty twenty, sure, but it does suck. Like yeah, like what happened happened. Whatever. Yeah, so I mean, just finishing up on your game. I mean, I do think, out of principle, I'm gonna take Bianca. Um, fight the fight, Bianca. Uh, stay strong. Uh, someone's got to do it, and I obviously I failed, so someone's got to do it. Um, I think Green Bay. I think Aaron Jones against Seattle is actually a pretty good matchup. Oh, she has um, decent matchup. Seattle does week. have rust. I, back, I, I honestly think Bianca is um, one of the top three or four teams in the league. She's got she's got high end starters, and she's got depth. I do. I agree with you, actually. Um, and I'm I'm pissed off that she didn't drop Dalton Schultz. Yeah. I really thought that she was gonna. She was just on such a run of picking up and dropping tight ends. I was hoping that she dropped Dalton Schultz. He'll finish as a top ten tight end. Um, 
Yeah, I think. Yeah, so I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna I think pick I'm gonna Bianca. take Mike Bianca Kilo. too. You would pick. Um. Oof. Yeah. Eight. Oh, for two. Oh, okay. Okay. I, oh I just, no. I was no, so no. ready just to hear to be disappointed. By you know. Your you know what, Kyle? To be fair, again, that I was it, just ready it, to. Me picking against you probably gave you a lot of fire. So, you're welcome. Um. Yeah. Sure. I hope so against too. You because. Now. So I, I hope I, I, I won both these too. matchups. I, I'm confident. I'm good. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna take Bianca too. Um simply because I like her I like her matchups a lot better. Um I mean Dak Prescott and Zeke are obviously going to play well against Atlanta. Um Deontay Johnson is going to play well against Detroit, but Bianca just like up and down her roster. It's just looking really good right now for her this week specifically. Like this could be a really big like boom week. Um, and yeah, I just, it, that's really it. It's just looking at the matchups for me, but go ahead, Chris, whatever, whatever you want to. And after watching, after watching <laughs> the first drive of the dolphins, uh, they still stick. And Lamar. Um, so, no, um, yeah, I don't, I don't anticipate the dolphins offense doing much tonight. I'm just hoping that every Lamar time missed Baltimore a touchdown scores, pass by it's... like a, f- like maybe like maybe a half a foot. I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. Um, <laughs> so are you taking Bianca as well, Chris? Uh, I mean, no. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously going to take myself. I, I like my team. Having said that, I think the DeAndre Swift versus Pittsburgh matchup is not ideal. But he's also he's he's almost a guy that's like kind of matchup proof because like whether they're down big or up big, like I don't think he has any less value either way honestly i'd rather them be down big which i'm just curious how they much they're even going to be certainly on the field. will be um yeah that's the only issue that they've been i mean he's been averaging like less than three yards a carry the last few weeks i think they lost their center who is like a pro villanueva's been out too um, i think that hasn't that's that's had a negative effect yeah debo is also a little bit of a question mark this week. He's been dealing with a calf injury and he's playing the Rams. I have to imagine Jalen Ramsey will shadow one of the league leaders in receiving yeah. yards. Um, Either that or Kittle, I guess. Depends where they put, depends how they play Kittle. Yeah. Either way, it's, you know, I don't know. I have some, some options on the bench, I guess. If I grow really uncomfortable with that, I can't imagine myself benching like a top five fantasy receiver, but um yeah x factors are gonna be it's i think it's really just gonna come down to touchdowns like who who gets the touchdown lock um because these two teams are are fairly evenly matched in, in my estimation and and at uspns yeah um yeah so i have Bad bianca move. mike has bianca chris is obviously taking himself <clears throat> Um, so moving on, yeah, dumb pick. Um, hey, if you had made on, that pick, you would have been uh, right over the last six weeks. So, <laughs> um, that I'm a man of principle. Uh, so let's move on to CJ versus Harry. Um, the one thing that I do kind of want to bring up is this it's been a good week of sports, much better than last week. Um, but Dalvin Cook is embroiled in a little, um, domestic he violence said, she said, scandal type yeah. thing going on um so i'm not sure what's gonna happen with that um lately we've been seeing teams really 
not have much patience at all. So as of right now, it looks like Harry's in safe spot, but uh, I think losing Dal if 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 there's a scenario where we lose Darren, uh, uh, Dalvin, yeah, Cook, looking at his uh, um, season kind of goes down. Looking at his depth, uh, Chase Edmonds so. is the next man up, and he had been starting for Harry already. So it was it's really that Melvin Gordon's the next man up, but that's about it. He he, he does have Madison. Though. That's he right. Has a, he has um, actually, I don't hate that as much. Let's also be clear that well, Dalvin, mean, Dalvin has Cook been is kind of cheeks this year. It's been a the, the Vikings in general have been cheeks. But he's also missed Dalvin is any less talented. I agree. He's not, getting, he's not getting. He's not getting. Yeah, he also missed like he two games already and had his bye already. Mm-hmm. So that's three games yeah. or three weeks out the window. All the other weeks, it's been either he, he scored six point four and seven point eight. All the other games have been over fifteen points. So it's like. Still a down, a down season yep. by the last year's standards, for sure. For sure. <clears throat> um, but in general in this game, um, I do... Right now ESPN is uh, projecting Harry to win by eight points. Um, it's showing Aaron Rodgers is out right now. I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers is playing, though, so I'm not sure. Is it is it calculating an Aaron Rodgers like it's giving projected him... points, or is it giving him zero? <laughs> well, Rodgers because he's points? immunized and not <laughs> vaccinated... I think what has to happen is that he has to produce two negative tests in consecutive days. And I think the earliest he's able to return to the team is like Saturday. So if he doesn't, like if everything doesn't go perfectly, then they're playing Kansas City this week, right? On Sunday, or are they playing? Is this week nine or week ten? Week ten. Okay, so they are they are projecting him nineteen point five points. Yeah. Not a big Aaron Rodgers guy. Um, as a football player, or as a person, uh, what what's what angle are you approaching this question from? I don't know. I, I like Aaron um, Rodgers. No, I, I just think it's. I do. I do too. That's the part that like kind of kills me about it because I, I like obviously I think everyone originally hates Aaron Rodgers and then I started listening to him like on the Pat McAfee show. Like, he goes on yeah, Pat McAfee show. That's the only place he does interviews. I like really. I really fucking like Aaron Rodgers to be honest with you. And so like at first I was like Aaron Rodgers is a fucking idiot, dude. Like. How do you like, like how do you fool people like this? And then I listened to his interview, and I was like, I think you know, I, I kind of understand. Anytime, <laughs> you know, as sports fans, we see these guys on the field in pads and helmets, and like that's pretty much it. So like, anytime you actually get to hear them speak and like get a chance to get a glimpse into who they are as a person, you can kind of empathize with them a little bit more. Um, I'm not going to comment on his his COVID stance, because um, that's kind of just like a hot topic issue, and it's just not even worth. Gotcha, journalism. <laughs> doubt. Good save, good save, Chris. We we're we're putting him in crosshairs. <laughs> I like I do like Aaron Rodgers as obviously as a player, he's uh, unbelievable to watch. And then you know this this was certainly a hiccup. I. Uh, Yeah, I just saw that yeah. too. Ooh. Yeah, the Ravens just fumbled. <laughs> they recovered it though. Ooh, and Justin Tucker missed the field goal. Um, Did he? Yeah, but other, I mean, other thoughts on yeah. that game. I mean, Jonathan I, Taylor is a monster playing Jacksonville. Great matchup in Jacksonville. Yeah, they got it. I cannot imagine them putting two games in a row. So I feel like it's a, he, almost a CJ guarantee. CJ needs to needs to fix his lineup right today. now too um, because he has Zach Moss and 
or I guess Zach Moss may or may not be playing. So fine if he's in for now, but he also has Robbie Anderson in. Like at this point, at this point, you're not playing Robbie Robbie Anderson Anderson even if he's healthy. Um, Kyle, I'll give you credit for that pick. You yeah, were, uh, you and he's got Mike Williams on the bench. So, like, Anderson, it, did he uh, not put? I'm, I'm trying to look at last week because I think mm-hmm. the Chargers came off their bye last week, and he he still didn't put Mike Williams in, which is very he odd. Low to me. key, Mike I traded him in our keeper league. Falling off at a cliff, to be clear. He went from 22, 22, 33, and then 2, and then 36 to 5, 4, yeah. and 8. I, I guess. So that's brutal. He could uh, low-key start Mike playing right now. in the flex. Oh, gotcha. I know, yeah. I know. I'm uh, but yeah, general. I guess like final thoughts on this game, even, could, yeah, yeah. even if he were to um, put someone in for Zach Moss, put someone in for Robbie Anderson, put someone in for Graham Gano, who's on a bye, um, I still... I think I still like Harry this week, which is weird because I didn't really like his lineup to begin with, but I'll take Harry. I'm going to I'm gonna go Crunchery, and then I'm actually going to take uh, <clears throat> CJ. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a crazy day. Josh Allen's going to have a crazy day. And I think, um, I think that I'm hoping he puts Mike Williams in because I do think Mike Williams is due for a bounce back. Um, if Zach Fo- if Zach Moss doesn't play, then he's kind of in a shitty spot because he doesn't have another RB on his IR. roster mm-hmm. um, outside of Miles Sanders. Who- Miles Sanders, who's on IR right now, so um, <clears throat> I'm assuming he might have to pick someone up off the waiver to fill that spot if Zach Moss can't go. But um, I'm actually going to take uh, CJ just based off that Josh Allen, what you Josh Allen and Jonathan Taylor combo. God, I'm looking at the who's available uh, for running backs right now. Number one running sad, back sad and number three um, running back available right now are playing. The one in the middle is Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> who's and doesn't have guaranteed volume anyway on the Patriots. I mean, Ty Johnson, like maybe he's had double digits the past few weeks, but God, uh, let me see. Um, I really don't like a lot of Harry's matchups. I mean, A.J. Brown against the Saints, I don't like that. Tyler Higby hasn't been all that great. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Harry anyways. I, I just I think he has the higher floor. That's fair. I, I think Harry's the Harry's the square pick, but uh, I'm, just, I'm, gonna, I'm going contrarian. Um so moving on to the next game, let's do uh, the dirty puns versus playoffs for Bus and Donnie. Donnie, um, Alex is the Cinderella story. I have no idea how Alex is five and four right now. I think we've picked. I don't think me and Mike have like ever picked Alex. So um, Alex, remarkably, is both the only team to have failed to crack a thousand points as of week nine. Um, and he's also the only team that we we did go over this before you came on too. That's him. so funny. Yep. Yeah. Um, wow. So just got I'll absurdly honestly, lucky. I don't, right now, I don't hate his roster. I don't hate his roster either. Honestly, it, it has gotten healthier in the last few weeks. Like Kittle coming back, Josh Jacobs coming back, Jalen Waddle coming into form. Waddle's not bad. CD. 
has been a little inconsistent but yeah i, mean, I think he's a stud it, i think it's the mind. depth where you run um, into an issue um right I mean, yeah I, I just don't know why he's not playing great, him a great but bench wide receiver outside yeah, that i mean that, he's that, been really that's mainly bust, because though. of the eagles offense in general mm-hmm. i mean look at jalen hurts um yeah, and then well, they it. decide yeah. to throw the ball 50 um, times one week but and then overall, 40 like, times the next. Donnie has uh, Donnie has uh, Pat Mahomes and the Tyree Kill combo, which is just absolutely so dangerous. Logan Thomas is coming back this week. Um, Najee Harris. like it. It's only a matter of time before Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill start carrying his team again. Like If, if Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill played the way that you drafted mm-hmm. them to play, Last week he would have beaten me, but um, no. Pat Mahomes is like not that guy. No, right you're now, not that though. guy. Pal, he hasn't me. been that guy for like a month. It's like the yeah, monsters. It's very came weird. Along and but just like I, I'm talent. gonna pick Donnie this week because I don't like Hunter Renfro right now. Um, I mean, it, it's almost like an, a necessity kind of situation for Las Vegas, but it could change week to week. Um, Brian Edwards. Yeah, Mike. Let me also just quickly comment on how funny I found it that you Chris <laughs> last week and Mike. And what was the reaction? Was priceless. Wait, wait, what? What did you say that one more time? When you guys were picking oh, fantasy teams last week, um, Mike was like, "I'm gonna go with uh, Brian Edwards," and Kyle's like. <laughs> Oh god! And you're like, no jokes, no jokes. And then, like, and then you're like, jump. Yeah, on that it, train. Which Brian, we we went over it when we when we went over early. the uh, <laughs> the teams earlier. But Chris, the top three picks in that draft all scored zero points. I had I had two of them. Well, Brian Edwards did. Yeah, they didn't play. The other two didn't. <laughs> Parker didn't, and James oh, Robinson yeah, didn't. That's right. I had I both my wide receivers scored zero points. I still won. Oh, I was okay. Yeah, I was. I was. I meant to ask you what the outcome mm-hmm. of that game was because I mean, yeah, obviously but, Kyle couldn't have done too too well. It was our. It was the two lowest scores <laughs> that we've recorded for both of us. <laughs> How do you guys like? There's no like, you know, like James Robinson was kind of questionable that whole week like there's no contingency if if you guys pick a guy and he doesn't play no. like you just gotta um, take that risk but no, you, not really yeah that makes, yeah yeah but getting back to this game too say, like yeah. i'm just i'm yeah. gonna take donnie that's gonna be my my pick for this week i just i like his team better i think that he's he's due um so yeah i'll take i'll take donnie yeah i and i'm, I'm gonna take donnie too because i I can't, I can't, I, I can't, I can't pick Alex. I can't, I just can't do it. I mean, like, uh, with Alvin Kamara, he is a little bit questionable right now. He'll play. I, I refuse play. to get on the Josh Jacobs train. I refuse to get on the Josh Jacobs train. It just, it still doesn't make sense to me that, it doesn't make sense to me after they pay, after they paid Kenny and Drake all that money, I refuse to get on the train. Um, And then George Kittle... After last week's game, granted, he has a horrible matchup this week against the Rams with Von Miller playing, which is going to be fucking bonkers. Um, so, George Kittle is a rough matchup, but I do think George Kittle is back um, to being 
a top five wide of uh, top top five tight end. Um, so I just with matchups and I I can't bring myself to to pick Alex. I can't. I rather have. It seems like the theme is Donnie kind of revolves around the Chiefs and Alex revolves around the Raiders. And I'm I still to the I can't not take the Chiefs in that matchup. So I'm gonna take Donnie. It's actually well. interesting because they're playing each other this week. So yeah, shit, yeah. Basically, who are you picking We're to win that Chris. game? Um, this isn't it. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely mystified by what's going on with the Chiefs right now. Um, I am too. Same roster, same coordinators. I don't know how they went from being absolute world beaters to legitimately performing like one of the worst offenses in the league. Um, I, I have to imagine they're going to snap out of it at some point. When that happens, Tyreek is probably going to go and get 35. Um, it could happen this week. Honestly, though, I, I I guess I'll be devil's advocate for this one. I'll, I'll take Alex. That's all we needed. I, we just needed one person. We just needed one person to take Alex to that. Donnie's roster. Like, Julio has been a bust. Logan Thomas is a bit of a question mark. Bust is, bust is. Dude, pushing. go look at his numbers. Juju's been a bust. Julio's been better. Than They've Juju. both been busts. <laughs> Hulu has a, Julio. I just said Hulu. Julio has eclipsed ten points, one game out of the six that he's played. I mean, but has he even been healthy yet this no. year? Like actually fully healthy? No, but like it. I mean, if Juju's a bust for having a season-ending <laughs> surgery, then Julio's a bust for being hobbled by his Fair. hammy and still putting Fair. up shitty numbers. Yeah, I mean, I, all I care about is DJ Moore being top ten wide receiver, which he is. But um, how do you? Okay, Kyle, let me get. Uh, that's a good segue. The cam pickup today, and then also, how do you feel about his effect on DJ Moore? I think once Cam gets playing, I think it's. I think if anything, DJ Moore's. I think I think the most profitable person from this is CMC. No doubt. I think Cam has played with Christian McCaffrey before, and especially when Cam was on that roster, that offense ran solely through CMC. So I think that he's going to benefit the most. Second person I do think that's going to benefit is going to be um, was well, kind of tied. It's going to be I'm not sure who the number one tight end on um, the Panthers is, mm. but I think he's going to get a boost. Cam loves tight ends; he always has. Uh, him and Greg Olson used to be that dynamic duo on that team outside CMC. Um, so I think that the tight end is going to benefit, and I do think DJ Moore is going to benefit too. Robbie Anderson, I think, is going to be even less relevant with Cam than he is with um, Sam Darnold. How worried about Cam can't push the ball down the field. He just can't. He doesn't have it. Yeah, and DJ Moore is kind of like a, a guy that has a decent depth of target. Decent up the target, sure, but he's, he plays more of that slot role where he's going to be he? more for those. I don't think I've well, watched played, a single he, certainly like, outside yeah, of the Patriots He plays one. more of a slot role. He plays more under role. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I'm i just glad they did something because Sam Darnold is going to get his wide receivers killed. They're, if Sam Darnold continued to be quarterback from this point forward, DJ Moore would not finish the season. Yeah. Like, literally, like, back-to-back weeks, he literally, like, put his wide receivers in a position to get murdered. On the middle, like in the middle of the field. I'm not sure if you saw those hits, but Robbie Anderson got clapped. I saw that in the and then DJ Moore also Saints got game clapped. or the the Atlanta game. 
it was the past two weeks. The, the most recent week, he it was DJ Moore, and the week before, it was uh, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, I did see the Robbie Anderson so, one. Uh, but I, I do have faith in Cam in general. Um, I I love him as like a human being. Like I love him as a leader. As I make jokes about like having great leaders on my team, but like in reality, I do love him as a leader. Yeah, no, I mean, as Patriots um, fans, we heard nothing but all the things yeah. that you'd want to hear out of your starting yeah. quarterback. Um, so I, I do love that, and I do think DJ Moore is. I don't think there's any scenario where he dips in production. I think he'll either stay stay consistent or move up a little bit. Um, but I do like I do like the camp pickup for the Panthers, and I cannot wait to see him stroll out in that that uniform again. It's going to be electric. Cannot wait. Um, but yeah, so I have Donnie. Mike has no. Yeah, I have Donnie. Mike has Donnie, and then you're going to take Alex. We um, we so needed you to though. We needed you to because if way, we all took clear, Alex, he <laughs> was one hundred percent going to win. Yeah. So now we have someone on his side, and he can let up the gas a little bit, and he can fail. Actually, you know what, Mike? That is true. Isn't that is true. Number one in the league. He has the best record in because the league. I, I he's second. How, I how still need picking, both of them to lose. How are you not lose? picking Alex, dude? So, how are you not picking Alex? It, at this point, it, it's like one or the that's, other. That's, Actually, if Alex that's. loses, it's even better for me because he is one of the people tied for second place. That logic flipped. Mike, I don't see any scenario in which... Thank you. I appreciate that. Alex, But I need him to lose in order for that to happen, so... Two. He's, you guys are he's one tied game for second as well. Of each other yeah. right now, or two. Okay. But like, yeah. He's so if I tie him, every yeah. single tiebreaker. So unless his team like becomes, I don't think a so. Juggernaut over the last five weeks of the right. season. On to the next one. Um. Yeah. So moving on. Uh, let's go. Um, I think we can be pretty quick with this one. And uh, Jake versus Joe Torty. Uh, Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's um obviously I'm gonna pick Jake regardless. I pick Jake every week because Jake's a great human. Um, but even this week, I don't think there's a scenario where you could even attempt to say Joe Torrey's gonna win this. His wide receivers. <laughs> I don't know why he has Devontae in the flex, but his current wide receivers are Brian Edwards and Marvin Jones. Brian Edwards. He's is good, Mike. It, Brian, no, up, Brian, Brian Edwards, Edwards is is, is good. I promise. He us. just he, he did not perform last week. That was bad. But he's very physically gifted. Very like it, usually great hands. I mean, it. I think that he. I think he. <laughs> I think Reminds he can be the number Gordon. one guy for an NFL team, it, especially for the Raiders now. But it's a very weird circumstance. So why is he like the fourth? Best well, he was when, right or when, uh, <laughs> or well, okay, I take it back because Darren Waller is there. Darren Waller is going to be the number one option always, but I think Brian Edwards is going to eclipse Hunter Renfro. Renfro. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I, not I will job, agree to disagree this not. season. Yeah. You mean this season? They got the same amount of targets last week. That's a bold, bold pick. Three. Three of them had four. Did they four targets. and he didn't catch one. any of them? Renfro had... I believe... Oh, I, I thought Renfro had like... 18 or something. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro had nine. But Brian Edwards yeah. was... 
one of it says it in the in the thing too it says he was one of three raiders to record four targets yeah yeah that's true yeah we're we're discerning poop and shit so it's like (laughs) (laughs) i think this was pretty obvious that no no matter how you look at this one jake is gonna absolutely dominate yeah joe if if Ayuk rounds into form um Jake's team is scary. Um, well, not well, much running really back depth, but Antonio Gibson is on the bench. I mean, he, Antonio Gibson has officially become a problem, and I've said as much to Jake. Fair. He hasn't. Fair. I mean, three straight weeks. Of, and playing Tampa this he went week. Four, eight, eight. And playing Tampa this week, he's starting J.D. McKissick, which honestly is probably yeah. the right move. Um, so I'm assuming <laughs> you're taking Jake as well, Chris. Yeah. Now he, you got, you can't, you can't argue. Like, the guy's a great guy, right? He's just a, he's a great guy. Phenomenal. Absolutely. Okay. Can I That's inquire as to, um, how you came to, uh, Dude, me and Jake are home. Get on your knees about? in front of him and me and Jake prostrate yourself. The pod, dude, me and Jake have been like, been like this been tight since preschool dude i'm just i'm just incredibly proud of the man he became and what he stands for and he's just a good guy sorry i support my friends chris maybe you should try it i i just there had been no uh (laughs) indication of your sentiment regarding jake prior to um i I don't know how this started mike how did that start (laughs) i think you needed you had your villain and you needed it yeah i think we just needed a hero yeah so Jake and, and I'm I'm happy with it. Jake's Jake's a phenomenal guy. I don't think anyone's anyone's argued that yet. I will um, not argue that. Fair enough. Kyle, yeah, funny pick. enough, um, Jake was talking about pictures that he found of you two from preschool. Yeah. My mom pulled out her old Galaxy Note that she's about to give to my grandmother because my grandmother's currently using a phone from like 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going through the pictures, and LaSalle graduation was on there. And because okay. you're BA and I'm your BAT, BAL, <laughs> we were like yeah. right next to each other in the line. So, like, there are actually a couple like really good pictures of the two of us, like candidates, um, that I was trying to get off of that phone, but it doesn't have a cellular. Switch the so, like, SIM I didn't card. I don't know any way to like export. Yeah, you'd have to take the SIM card. No, it, it is not on a SIM card. You'd have to. That is tough. I'm not sure how you. I had Wi-Fi on the phone though, so like I don't know why I couldn't just like email them to me or like yeah, like or put it in a Google Drive or something. Yeah, yeah cool. I'll figure it out. But they they are good photos. I'm not gonna lie. Dope, dope. That was a uh, yeah. That was that was pre. That was like uh, if I remember correctly, it, I was like straight out of eye surgery, so I had like that like half closed eye look going on. So <laughs> should be a badass photo. Um, yep. I know. Yeah, I know, but you want to get to the game right now. Time for um, uh, we've had like four All short right. episodes. That's in fine. Row, so we're we're due for our, our classic two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hoorah. So uh, moving on to uh, Mike versus Justin. <laughs> um, like the blind support. <laughs> Let's fucking go. You wanted to quicken the pace here, Mike. I mean. Oh there my go. god. Let's freaking um, go, baby. Yeah, I'm also taking Mike in this one too. I mean Yeah, uh, Justin's team is rough right now. <laughs> no, Justin legitimately he has three 
players that I would consider. TJ Hawkinson, DK Metcalf, Kyler Murray. Team. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he got Koo, though. He got Youngway Co. Correct. That will be OBJ. Youngway Koo, yeah. That's my guy. Um, yeah, it's tough. Uh, it's tough. I'm gonna leave His lineup I'm last not, week I'm not was even, even on the worse. DK train. I'm not even on the DK train. I'm not a huge DK guy. Like, I... I get like that's just a personal thing. I get that he's a top five wide receiver, but I, I can't get on the train. Was it just a foursome thing, or was there? Was no, there it wasn't. It? I just, I think that it's different now that Russ is back, especially without Russ. I, Gino was such a, a liability that I think that he couldn't push down, push the ball down the field at all. So I think DK is kind of his one thing is he's gonna kill you want to go, or he's gonna hit a mean comeback. But outside that, he just doesn't have much variability. So if he goes up against a corner like uh, like Marshawn Lattimore or uh, Jalen Ramsey, a cornerback that can deal with his size because he's a freak of a human. Yep. That, I'll, I'll admit that any day. Um, but anytime that he gets, he gets he's going to go up against a physical receiver, I think that he's going to get shut down. He's just not – he doesn't have enough um, – fuck, I'm looking for – variability is the word that's coming to my mind, but that's not what I'm trying to say. His but, route tree is limited. Yeah, I, I, like, yeah, that's a very simplistic way of saying it, but – um, so with with Russ being back in, Russ has the ability to extend plays, which allows like if DK Metcalf's just going deep post, like it allows him the time to get that separation of running in a straight line. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't like DK much as a person, especially after all that shit that went down on Twitter with like he like tried the to Shannon Sharp odd move was it Shannon just, Sharp? Yeah, yeah, that was tried to sun him like it was. That was an odd move. Like, how do you not know who Shannon Sharp is as an NFL wide receiver? It's just mm-hmm. fucking... That's that shit. Like, that's like when Lil Yachty said, like, he didn't listen to Tupac. I just wanted to be like, fuck you, Lil Yachty. Um, <laughs> like, how are you a hip-hop artist? You've never listened to Tupac. That's besides the point. Um, yeah. Kyler Murray's also a little banged up right now, and he's playing the Carolina offense, so... He is. Let's not forget that Kyler Murray's mm-hmm. uh, performance yep. really it, took it a was hit bad. down the it was stretch like last year when he was playing injured. Um. So heard, I'm hoping something that OBJ they were trying to get OBJ to the get the Cardinals, which would have been just wild. Zach Ertz to have AJ Green, DeAndre, Rondell Moore, and OBJ on the same. <laughs> wild. Don't forget Christian that's, Kirk. That's insane. Wide receiver twenty four. I'm not kidding. <laughs> yeah, that is wild. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mike for me. Mike's also taking Mike, obviously. <laughs> Chris, Mike, you already. I'll know. try. I'll try not to. If I lose, Mike, if I lose this game, I do not deserve <laughs> to be in the playoffs. If I lose this game, I will tank, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I, it, it's <laughs> almost, it's really looking like a good thing that I sat Mark I Andrews because the Ravens' okay. offense actually is not looking great right now. I'm telling you, the Dolphins' defense, their last. We're getting granular here, baby. (laughs) They've played have been very impressive. That's a good stat, yeah. That's a good stat, Chris. Thank you. No, you've been been waiting waiting for it the last eight quarters. Like I said, their schedule, especially down the stretch, is. (laughs) Well, I was really. I think the Houston game was. I don't actually know. I don't think it was the first week I started them. I think they disappointed me one other week. Um, last but they gave me everything I could have asked for and more last week. Absolutely. Um, so moving on to uh, 
me versus Drew. <clears throat> uh, like it's, so it's 9 o'clock right now, 9-10. Um, so we're in the okay, second quarter of the uh, Thursday Night Football game. Sorry, my phone's right next to this thing. Um, Miles Gaskin has .3 points at the moment. Um, so keep that in mind. We kind of have a little bit of a peek inside of what's going on. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you two go first, so I don't I don't. Uh, since yeah, I mean, that's what a biased, fall for Grace go. for Miles Gaskin. First off, like from having the highest usability in the NFL to like going to nothing. Like he's like Ahmed is in front of him right now. I don't even know his first name. S Ahmed, right? I Sal Salvin Ahmed. Um, Salvin. Yeah, so he he's he's in the game right now. Like that's year, ridiculous. Um, but besides the point, Tyler Lockett with the backup quarterback. Dallas Goddard hasn't been fantastic. Cole Beasley has a good. Oh, Russ is back. Okay, I mean that makes no, it a Russ little bit back. better. But Russ is back. no, no, no. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. No, Alex has Russ. Um, I mean, I like Wait, we, I we like the, like some of the Lockett matchups has. this week. Oh, oh um, okay, never mind. Or I like most of the matchups this week, but Jeremy McNichols at running back doesn't help either. Um, and yeah, I mean, Kyle, you got DJ Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, Damian Harris, like all of these guys have just been on tears. Kyle, I will, I will pick you this week. <laughs> well, to be fair, my pick last week was right. So this should, this should make you feel better. You have an even better chance of winning. Now is not the time to start fading me. Any thoughts, Chris? Any thoughts, Chris? Yes. Yeah, Drew's team is definitely a little banged up. Um, yeah, I mean, Chubb being out is a huge. It's no almost, Chubb, like, it's almost no as, uh, it's as much gift for me as me missing all my starters against you. So um, I guess, you know. Kyle, you might have the opportunity to start Clyde Edwards Lair this week, too. But. Nick Chubb being out is huge. I know. I'm I know. I'm keeping a close eye on it. Don't you worry. Um and I love having Cam on my on my bench, that little ponytail. Mm, so excited. Um To be honest with you, I just like I gave up Garoppolo for it, so I was essentially giving like five pennies for a nickel. Um so it wasn't really that big of a deal. I um, it, it was, it was kind of worth the, this, it was worth the joke that I, that I, I kind of got from it. Just the splash of picking up Cam Newton that quick. Um, so yeah, that's, that, that has a lot to do with it too, but I'm, I hope I'm very excited to have, holy Who fuck, was it too? Jacoby Brissett just threw an absolute dying piece. I'm, I'm oh, one I'm step so behind. I'm one down behind Kyle. I'm illegally streaming this. So, <laughs> oh, geez. Okay. The backup tight end. What is his name? Shaheen. Um, yeah, so well, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, Cam Newton. So happy about that. Uh, in general, about my roster, um, James Drops is still questionable. I heard that he is playing, though, so excited for that. Uh, if, if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is playing, I'm taking Daryl Williams out. Um, gotta go Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I'm, I'm fully back in on Clyde. Of course, um, he's, he's always been a must-start. <laughs> um... But yeah, I, I don't think it's possible to pick someone who has Miles Garrett and Jeremy McNichols, who I think got out. He got less touches than Adrian Peterson last week. Um, yeah, I, I very, very briefly considered burning my waiver on McNichols because 
that's that's basically all I'm waiting for at this just point volume. is like a guy that I know yeah. is going to be like a must start type guy. Um, but Jeremy Jeremy McNichols is not is not that guy. No. Um yeah, Drew has really been hit hard by the injury bug this year. Probably had it I mean, it, Justin got it bad. Alex has had it bad. Drew has I don't think he's had a full strength roster this entire season. I mean, when Nick Chubb and Saquon get back though, this roster It's is just will it to, matter? One to, I agree. Yeah. Not one to overlook. I mean, plus yeah. True. I mean, well, Nick Chubb's probably only Nick Chubb's not significant, right? And then Saquon comes back after. But if he loses week, this so game, he has. If he loses this game and next game in a week, he has eight losses. Oh, true. True. I forgot. I don't. I think six. he could maybe afford one more loss. Maybe. I. I don't think eight losses is going to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's. Um, it's gonna season be, record. He's going to be scary down the road, though, for sure. Um, yep, but I'm taking you as well. I'm feeling yep. pretty good about myself this week. So official predictions, Mr. Chris. Yeah, Kyle. yeah, Kyle. I'll take you. You didn't have to do that. That was nice of you. You're welcome. I appreciate that, Chris. Um, yeah. So I mean, any final thoughts? Any any summations? We kind of Chris ended up kind of being the co-host this week, um, filling in for Zach, which was kind of uh, not expected, but very very appreciated. Um, this still is an anti-Chris podcast. Um, we have morals here. We have ethics, so we can't just throw that out the window. I do appreciate you sticking around, though. Uh, wonderful to have your commentary. Um, any any uh, final uh, any final takes? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, happy to happy to stay on and and watch this game. Honestly. Um, I don't know. I mean, you guys, you, you ran through matchups, went through. Um, I think we, we covered the the hundredth of a point loss. I will give you. Um, I think that was a big one. I will give you the opportunity. Yeah, to Do cover. you want to give your give your take on the stats that me and you have had historically? Ah, yes, or... yes, yes, yes. Do you have the uh, the spreadsheet that I so I do have uh, delicately and, and and diligently put together mm-hmm. with all your there, with all your annotations Kyle. yes i do let me let me say let me say this um i literally live in excel so putting something together of this scope was 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 light work um <laughs> i too the hard the hardest part was manually transcribing the stats from espn into excel that, that's but, that's a work word right there manually transcribing you typed in numbers man i manually transcribed but i couldn't like it's not <laughs> I, I couldn't copy paste you know what i mean oh, like, I that's, get you, that's a di- that makes a big difference um kyle would you like to take the first pass at this no, because listen, I, so i don't even need to look at the stats because i already i've memorized the stats like i said there's I will look at is them. This, is this league I'm, history I'm stats? Is that what this is? Reporting okay. You can make the argument. You are using selective yeah. facts. Yeah. This is Kyle texting me <laughs> on like Wednesday of last week. And he was like, just as he mentioned on the pod, he was like, um, I'm doing a bit for the pod. Um, can you Can you figure out our combined records since i've come into the league which kyle's first year in the league was 2018 so it's been three full seasons and plus 
thus far this season. So give me a moment to pull this up. Long story short, I think, Kyle, you're 28 and 21. Mm-hmm. And I'm like 24 and 23 or something like that. So barely both but, up, that's fine. Um, but so my main takeaway again, was, look, Chris can, Chris can argue all he wants that, oh, he in that time span, he has a championship and he has a ring. And you can argue that it all that matters is the ring. All right. But if I was given 10 years of opportunity to get a ring, I, there was when I entered the league, there was no me sucking for six years straight. I mean, I wasn't here for it, but I've, I talked, we talked to Justin about it. Justin said that you, you arguably the, one of the worst fantasy football players in history. You guys, okay, first of all, inaccurate. Second of all, <laughs> you guys love to gloss over the fact that I did win Borderline. two championships. I won the first year. I beat Justin. It was at Yahoo or was it this? Was it CSPN? This was Yahoo, yes. And so that I doesn't count. Fully transparent. The Yahoo year definitely has a slight asterisk next to it because number one, there were only 10 teams compared to 12. Number two, I'd say at least three of those teams were fairly inactive. Um, like I, I don't even like I, I don't remember if it was to the point where like they just straight up weren't setting their rosters. I think they were. Like, but the people that stayed in the league from Yahoo year to ESPN fantasy year took Yahoo year very seriously. So like me, Jake justin was alex um, there or no? harry let's see who else is an og if um, not then there's no one else i think it was alex Campania. <laughs> it was like matt Liberty who collusion i remember this was like i'm not joking was like like wasn't there someone paying over the, over the I, yeah, home this was such an event. i remember this in like actually I remember being in these conversations. I remember for, I remember specifically, remember, um, I think it was very early. We had like, that would have been lockers, junior like, year of high school. Down on yeah. the bottom floor in like a corner. Like, uh, but I vividly remember, like, I think it was Mason Bernard or someone that they were like, no, someone was, was claiming that like they, someone, someone paid, literally paid someone for in people in it. And they got, they received people in trades. I, I, I remember actually seeing that. <laughs> I think that was Dylan Bordalo. There was also he was also involved in at least a couple scandals before his unceremonious exit from the league. Um but no, Matt was like literally shaving points. Like he would go in as the commissioner and like be like minus three point two. And then like when it wasn't looking too good for him, he'd be like subtract another like four points from his opponent's score. And then so like at the end of the week, you'd look at the box score and it'd have one number at the bottom that was the actual sum of everybody's point totals. And then the number at the top was like the score of the game. And there's like a 20 point difference <laughs> between the two. And it was, I think he was doing it for like three or four weeks before. Like I was the one that finally noticed. Cause like I cared enough enough about it to like actually notice. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And it was like, massive shit story all right so i don't want to i don't want to get too thing but yeah so as far as i care that that is there was so much corruption at the time wasn't on a different platform less teams that that year doesn't even count 
Um, I'd from, say no, no. It it counts for something. It definitely counts for. Does something. not count like for everybody. A, ring. That's, a, a toe ring. Like a toe ring. Agreed. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if it's okay, if it counts. So if my championship last year counts for one, that if that championship counts for anything at all, which it does, then I have the most championships among apt active members. Number one. So you... painting me as the worst fantasy football player i think 2015 was a horrible year i went like two and 11 and then 20 i don't know i think no one else has repeated year, no one else has two playoffs as many years as i missed them so not great justin doesn't cal oh, wow. had two but he's not in the league anymore justin has one that was in 2014 when he beat me courtesy of obj i'm not kidding so what i'm curious do you know off the top of your head who's has the most like the longest streak of active playoff appearances <laughs> i i don't because there I is don't. some there is I someone who has not missed you, playoffs Kyle. since he entered the league so are you satisfied Kyle? you I'm better have a championship in the next that. seven years i'm just because like all that means is that you don't show in the next up in seven the years. If I have, if I don't have a championship in the next seven years, I'll quit fantasy football forever. I will, I will never play fantasy football again. There because no you're saying really if you were in the league for ten years, years you would if, have one too. So in this league you better win one. I promise you that. Clip it. I promise you that with by ten by the my my ten year anniversary. We should have jackets have more than one like ring like the PGA one. Tour. I have at least two rings. It's it's I honestly I think you're you're disrespecting the league a little bit here. I'm not Kyle, disrespecting the league. I, just, I feel like I've you're making that's a big assumption and and it's you're discounting how difficult it is to actually capture. Some people would say it's difficult to make it to the playoffs every single year that you've played, but yeah, here I am. You know. Do you want me to um, pull up? I'm actually. Oh, I kind of want to hear it. Playoff stats right now. You want me to expose you a little uh, bit? No. Because the first year I went all, all the right, way to Mike, the finals. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you, Mike. And the yeah, next I won two that years, year. I was first out year. the first round. But the first year, I did make it all the way to the finals. First year in 2018, you... Because we had a trade the that we lost before. to Mike by what? Like three For Doug Baldwin. Really close. For Doug Baldwin, yeah. Um, and that was, yeah, very... Really? Yeah. It was... It was. And that was the difference? Yeah, was mm-hmm. take. I don't think it was the difference, but I, I remember it being a very hot we, take. And then we ended up. We didn't have a, because didn't have it was just between us. Line. Yeah, and we ended up we ended up letting it stand because it was between two active teams. So like both teams had a like had a reason like to want to win. Obviously. Wow, I forgot about that. But yeah, continue. Um, sorry. Okay, but so 2018, yeah, you averaged 131 points in the playoffs. So very solid, definitely above average um, throughout. And then 2019, you went one and one, exited in the second round. Um, you averaged 111.5 points, below which average, is sure. definitely to, below average. To, get the second round. to put it into context, this year's league average score is right around 124. And I don't think much has changed in terms of scoring between then and now. We may have slightly altered defensive scoring after that year but um and then 2020 102 yeah i had a bad game 
I also lost my quarterback. You, you seem to forget that there's like context to numbers. That's the thing. That's the bad part about stats. There's always context. I that last yeah, year that, I that, lost. I, I had Dak was thing. the number one quarterback in the league, maybe outside Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Going into that, that that was a horrific injury. Through four weeks. Horrific injury. Through four. And weeks. I still managed to not only make the playoffs, but I, I still managed to put like I the amount that had to happen. For me to make the playoffs in general. You had a great year. Have you year made the playoffs year. the past no, three years a... in a row? I've made them in three of the past three four. Three of the past four. Interesting. So then what's outside of your championship run, then what's your playoff record? I think I think my in twenty nineteen I had a first round bye and then Drew dropped like one fifty on me in the second round. And then twenty seventeen I think I also lost in the first round. So, 0 and 2. 3 and 0 last year. Interesting. Averaged 140 on my run last year. That uh, was a good run. Took 10 years to happen. It was mostly was the run. championship. I dropped like 170 in the championship. It was, it was a good run. Took like I said, so, okay, one good now, run for the, every the 10 numbers years. that I the numbers that I like you just said, like these numbers deserve additional context. So yes, the numbers that I would like to provide additional context for are the overall records. I'm looking at them right now. In the regular season, in the last three years, actually in the last, this includes this includes this year as well. You are 29 and 19. I am 25 and 23. However, points four in that time you have averaged 124 against 119 and a half points against. I've averaged 126 points for versus 127 points against. So, a large difference in points against. So, if we're gonna that has gonna... largely attributed to the difference in wins and losses. Um, well, so I would again argue that it's a game of it's an alphabet game, and there's two letters that are important w's and l's i think i said that three times agreed no it's the first first tiebreaker um, so no so doubt. i think that that is more important than points for points against um i do that like i said that's also not like there's very little context to that so like in the process like sure i might overall have less points for less points against but like i said i lost dak my number one point score last year which obviously put a, a real killer on that and the granted the year before and maybe it was last year it was that I kind of made it there out of luck, but like I said I no it was 2019 you had like the second fewest points in the league and somehow made the playoffs or something like that oh third fewest it was 2018 if you had read my commentary <laughs> you would see that all right well it's gone we're kind of going besides the point I think I'm not get, I'm not getting tired and want to watch the game so honestly I, I just have to go to <laughs> but, the bathroom I'm um, totally fine. Here's what I here's one last point. I have to pee so bad, dude. Like I'm gonna, I've been doing the pee pee dance for the past. One last point. <laughs> one last point about the points for and against. You can you can only control how many points your team scores. You have zero control over how many points are scored against you. So I'm not gonna like at the end of the day, like the only statistic that really matter like really matters. Is wins and losses. Points, but points again. like control what you can control is points four per game. Fair. You have had 
much better luck in the points against. Okay, positive thoughts lead to positive thoughts and, uh, lead to positive actions, Chris. Yeah, it's actually no, like it's the story of my fantasy career that I've always had high points against. Like, if you look at Justin's all-time standings, I'm like second. Oh, since I'm curious, so I'm 29 and 19 since I entered the league. I'm curious if is is that the best record out of any of us in that time? I don't know. I only pulled the data for your franchise and mine. Um, having said that, honestly, one day, hopefully, one day soon, I would love to create like a database with league history and like have some visualizations built on top of it to like track like year over year and then also like within a season that's the one thing that i that that would be like it it always like i feel like i never get a good look on how my stats have been doing because i'm always grouped in with whoever had the team before me i don't think i even know who it was but it was someone i don't either um Um, but yeah that would be oh man that's that's something I've been thinking about for a few weeks, honestly. Like, it, it might be, like, a off-season type project. And, like, <laughs> one thing that has repeatedly been hammered into me by my employer is that if I so much even log on to my fantasy football <laughs> on my work computer, I will be fired. <laughs> um, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, this is something that has been drilled into my into my skull by my manager who knows i'm quite passionate um but i have tableau on my work computer which i would love to use for it's a salesforce productions and like and and at live dashboards or something tableau. like that that would be oh mm-hmm. what is yeah they acquired tableau yeah it's a salesforce product oh really okay well yeah i've had i'm have bringing the heat to this interview experience and uh that i can think of no better yeah no anyways. better way to uh put it right. to use so with it's that, an hour and a half I think we should cut it off it has it's probably been over like two hours yeah minutes. but you know what an hour no, and a half plus me and mike did 45 yeah, minutes I before this so <laughs> this is this one's yes, gonna be the first one's gonna be good episode. Unless you get really, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Cut. We'll see what happens. I'll I listen to it all over again <laughs> to kind of see where I can cut and stuff. And so we'll see. But uh, thank you again, Chris, for coming on. Um, well, I'll see you in the playoffs. I, I'm gonna manifest it. Like I said, positive thoughts lead to positive thoughts lead to positive actions. I'm manifesting that mean you're gonna meet in the playoffs. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, obviously, thank you, Mike, for being on the podcast as normal. Um, I'm glad that you picked me this week. Um, I, it's not. It doesn't make me feel like it hasn't repaired our our the divide that you built last week, um, but it's a step in the right direction. So I appreciate that. Um, Thank you everyone for yeah, listening. Any, uh, if you got this final, far, uh, final thoughts? Or are we uh, we all set? <laughs> yeah, honestly, there's probably about two. He's only gonna listen the first forty five minutes. Yeah, already, he already he was and here. Maybe Justin. It. So now we're down to gonna be Bianca. <laughs> but you know what? I may be your most loyal <laughs> fan. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I appreciate you guys. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Love you guys. Thank you, guys.